I be with the boys and they all wonder why Shawty want me, look me in the eye I tell her the truth, she don't want no reply I pop out, I think she want me on the side Shawty, she shake like it came with the fries I cannot fake it, can't be in disguise I be ungrateful, my team, my ties Niggas be fake, boy, I don't lie Boy, I don't lie I just be puzzled, but don't want no lie I say it's showing, ain't going inside Tomorrow we rolling, I'm on with the guys Spinning the block for G, y'all don't want ties I ain't gonna stop till we all can be tied She on the block, but the boy bring that fire Niggas be fake, boy, I don't lie Welcome back to another episode of Boys and Water Podcast, episode 11. Episode 11? Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are just coffee yeah, drinks. Yeah, you know what I mean. But, um, yay. Episode 11. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I thought you were dipping. I was going to cry. Nah, I'm not like that. No, damn gum line you don't have a fucking pocket. My way. gum line's got enough issues <laughs> as is. So, so, do you want to tell everybody what just happened? So, so we know. So, basically, there's these things. I don't know if it's just a Kansas thing or not. There's these little coffee ground pouches. It looks like dip. It comes in a little can like dip. They come in pouches like dip does sometimes. Chewing tobacco. They're, yeah. Those that you don't know what dip is. They're literally just, it's just coffee grounds, like, put in there. And it's basically just a burst of caffeine. And I've been trying to drink as much soda. I've been trying not to. Like, so, so I've picked these up. Basically, I just throw one of these in, drink some water. And I think Samari thought it was dip. That's why. Yeah, yeah. That's what the the com- that was the commotion. The commotion. Yeah. yeah. So that yeah, shit was not cool, bro. yeah. No, I don't do that. I was gonna say, bro. No, I just got to make sure I don't yawn. Oh, we can't have a can't do a two hour podcast with me yawning every three seconds. Well, we are back. Um, I got a lot of people who said that they liked my outro last time. Thank so you. we don't get it there. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that again. Ah. It is a family show. I shouldn't have said the bitch word like that, but um, <laughs> we'll be back on it. So I wanted to announce. I haven't even told the boys. The boys don't know yet. Oh, but I totally forgot. Um, He's just not telling us now. We gotta hear the same time everybody else does, I guess. But um, I got it. So I have. I had an interview a couple of days ago, mm. and I was talking to one of the guys that we work with. And we are actually getting played in an AM station in Columbus and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was actually in Boston Revenue. So here soon, he's going to talk to us in the middle of May. We're going to start getting paid to do this, to put the show onto the thing. A little bit of money in the prior pockets. Yeah. Um, he just said that the, the show has been getting an increased amount of listeners. Mm-hmm. And we're at, like, I think a steady, like, 200 old people going to the AM station and listen to it in Atlanta and in here. So in DeKalb County and Muskogee County. So bet that. So we're we're gonna start talking some prices here soon. They're not gonna be paying it for free soon and we're going up. Let's get down to brass tacks here, huh? Let's talk dollars and bills. Huh? Yes, we're gonna end up we're gonna end up <laughs> having, Let's talk nickels and dimes. We're gonna end up having uh Jimmy John's and New Amsterdam's Sponsoring us here soon. New Amsterdam, boy. Yeah. Okay. Mm. 
Fuck with Faka like that for real. But I don't know. I just see million dollars worth of game through it. And, and, hey, uh, and Mr. Space is always like, New Amsterdam, clear. This is not an ad, though. No. So don't whatever know. whatever sponsorships we land, I'm finna rest, and I don't even care. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta do what I, I bet you if we get that cacti ad, you go drink them cacti. Yeah. Samari <laughs> will. If they pay you, you go drink it. <laughs> but um, three bands to drink this line and let us record you. As of right, throw me my money. As of right now, if you're listening to the show, um, Samari and Owen did put out bonuses. You guys asked for it, um, and they did it for you. So Owen did a mock draft. As of right now, when the show is being recorded, Owen's at two thousand three hundred and forty-eight listeners. So a good congrats to you, my brother. Yes, sir. Thank you. As of right now, Samari dropped his sneaker talks, and it's at four thousand five sixty-six. So, good job, boys. We got more specials on the way. Yeah. Mario's going to get into a one. I know the popular one that people want him to do was talking about fashion and thrifting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Owen has another mock draft coming out before the draft of next week. Yes, sir. So, um, and hopefully, if all goes to plan, we'll have a draft grade thing with a special guest mm-hmm. after after the draft as well. So, if all I can't promise the second part, everything's got to kind of line up for it to yeah. happen. So we're hoping it happens, but I can't promise anything. But keep your eyes out for it. Because if not, I'll just do it by myself. But hopefully we can do it with special guests. Yeah. Yeah. And just wanted to get some stuff out of the air. Um, Like always, we appreciate you guys for listening to the show. Um, It doesn't go unnoticed. Samari doesn't doesn't go unnoticed. Honestly, I'm happy that you guys put those bonuses out there. Shows everybody you guys' personality more. So... Without further ado, let's get into the show. We got a lot to talk about. So the first thing that we're going to talk about today is, um, we're not going to talk about it, but um, Corday dropped a four-song EP. Basically, it was just until um, his album drops. It has features from Young Thug, Q-Tip, and I think that's it. Uh, I Personally, I've already listened to it. The guys, I'm pretty sure they haven't gotten to it. Owen played one song with me today in the yeah, car. Yeah, let's do but, a couple, yeah. But um, I love it. Um, I think Corday is a really good artist, so I'm happy he can get some music to his fans. Um, I think he's pretty good composer. He's so. lyrically, he's extremely gifted lyrically. So yeah, like, the more, sure. yeah, the more we get from him, the happier I'll be. Because I, he's one of the one of the few newer dudes that I truly mess with in that sense. Like I like a lot of the young guys that are coming up, but like he's the only one that's really touched that lyrical side to me. Yeah, so that's why I really enjoy his stuff. Yeah, I can't agree. So, uh, next thing that we got on the grand scheme of things, we're going to talk about uh, some, we have a fan question, and the fan question basically was just asking us personally, what are our top five albums that we have for 2021 so far for this first and second quarter? Mm. So, we're going to go Sam first, and then we'll go to Owen, and I'll go last. I'm not going to lie. I can really swing this a bunch of different ways. Like, ultimately, I'm not going to lie. So, we're going to go like, all genres. Just yeah, I was just saying, like, I, I've always said, like, alternative is my favorite genre. But, like, on the alternative music type of, like, terms right now, not a lot of people have, like, completely finished. This is kind of like a four-area ground for what I've seen in the last couple of years. Excuse me. Not a lot of it's overpowered by, like, what's really popping, which would be hip-hop or, mm-hmm. like, pop or whatever. So a lot of people do either first quarter or second quarter, which there's been a couple of like, <clears throat> couple of, you know, here and there. But if I had to put it all five, like for this year, um, I'm not going to say there's not necessarily no order, but I mean, I guess it would just be my preference. My first would be 
I'd say Unfuckwittable by Babyface Ray. I've been literally since this came out, it's been just heavily played. Um, I have to put Dumb Dumb and Dumber or Dumb and Dumber. Whoa, two. Uh, Young D- Young Dolph and Key Glock really went to a different place with that. Really wasn't expecting that to be like it was. Like I wasn't like expecting less, but you know, it just was like the production was something that you could tell was really, really spent on a lot more this time around than the first. Right. So, um, and then outside that, I'd say uh, Big Room Reaper came out last week. Um, Scar did his thing on that. A lot of people have put the controversy out there already. Like, who's better, him or his cousin, Shiesty, and that and everything in the sense of that. But I just like how much success he's actually getting because, like, he definitely deserves it. He waited the longest out of that initial big uh, new 17 and everything. I mean, because even Roadboy put something out. People don't even know who that is. But he's, he's still on the new 17 as well. I think the only people we're really waiting for now is Enchanting's solo project and I guess an updated Roadboy. But, I mean... I don't know when that's, that's, if that's even going to happen. So that's three. Um, four and five. Um, I probably have to say Le Dirt. I would like his, his deluxe was really hard. Um, I like that album. And then off the top of my head, five. I don't know. I'm not even going to force it. I really probably leave it empty to be real with you. I don't really think there's, like, we haven't really gotten that much in a grand scheme of things. I feel like album-wise, yeah, we yeah, haven't we, had We've been getting a lot of, like, just tapes or just projects or, like, singles, snippets stuff and stuff, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, for right now, I'd probably put uh, Slime Language 2, but it's more of a conglomerate. You do it over Shicey? Yeah. Okay. Because, I mean... I'm just asking. I think, I think his album was well put together. I think he dropped it at the right time because he got his thing, but, like, at the same time, like... It's a mixtape. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's. You can tell his album that's going to come out is going to be way more professional. Like, it's like he put that together because he was like, "All right, I need to get the exposure, I need to get this off, I need to start becoming a, a brand for myself." And then, yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, that's where I would swing you for right now. To be real with you, what you got? Um, in no order, I'll put Dumb and Dumber two in mine as well. Um, uh, definitely put the plugs I met two in there. Um, I think Benny and Harry Fraud's been on a tear. I just, I feel like anything that Harry Fraud has attached his name to in the last year and a half, my just, my absolute gold. Um, (laughs) I just touch, bro. Uh, I'm gonna put Shiesty Season in there because I do like that album a lot. Um, I'm not as technical as Sam is, so I'm gonna put it online. Uh, (laughs) I'm gonna put uh, Big Rim Reaper. Obviously, has to be in there. I'd throw Slime Language Two in mine, and then honestly, for the last spot, like I said, I feel like we haven't had a ton of albums this year. Like, I feel like Judas and the Black Messiah has to, that soundtrack has to be talked about a little bit because oh yeah, that is like I said, it's a little different than everything else. But like we talked about, we talk about the Black Panther album and that soundtrack all the time. Like yeah, this that that soundtrack is. Right up there, right next to it. It, it, so, it had some really good hits on it. I ain't gonna lie to you. So I would, like I said, I agree with Sam. Like, 
I feel like we haven't had a ton of albums come out. Like I was just looking through my phone and what I've added recently. And like, granted, I've added so much music from last year that I just had never listened to. So my, my, uh, my library is a little messed up at the top right now, but, Mm -hmm. but yeah, that's probably the five I'd rock with so far. So what you got? Uh, my, well, actually no order, but, uh, my, my number one probably right now is going to be, uh, of course, Big Scar. I was the biggest on Big Scar before a lot of people was, and I tweeted it, and I said he tweeted it today, because I caught it. (laughs) And um, another one that I've really been heavy on was uh, Table of Two by Lucky Day. Uh, One of my favorite R&B artists. He dropped a little EP on Valentine's Day. So that was pretty cool. Uh, Another one is uh, Unoverse by Uno the Activist. Mm. That's also one of my favorite right now. Um, I love that. Uh, one of the activists, he did some good stuff. Dumb and Dumber 2 is probably another one of mine. And like you, they said, honestly, one of my two of my favorite albums from two of my favorite artists are dropping. I'm a big Moneybag Yo fan. I'm a big Little Yachty fan, a bigger Yachty fan. So um, these two that's coming out tonight could possibly Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, they'll probably end up being the edited list. Coming soon, more than likely. I'm. I've honestly been the hypest for this Yachty tape. Um, I've been wanting this for five months now. And we're finally getting it. So, but in just for that five spot, I'm gonna put in the Alpha Jack by Key. Mm. Um, I was on that heavy in the beginning of the year. Alpha Jack. I love Key. Honestly, if I was a rapper, I would be Key. I would want to be Key. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's that's my top five at the moment. And we'll go on. And also, we've been getting a lot of singles. My One of my favorite singles. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Like, is Baby Keem uh, dropped a couple singles. Yachty dropped with Kodak Black. He's got Black. another one coming with. The, the Easter song that Kodak Black dropped, he's been rapping his ass off. Um, but he has a lot. So that gets us into what we have to talk about. Um, first thing we're going to talk about is Baby Keem is dropping a song called Do-Rag Activities with Kodak with Travis Scott, I just want to get with first Samari and Owen, what you guys' opinion on that is. I feel about that. The Keem and Travis Scott feature. Mm-hmm. Um, I think off rip, I kind of, I'm excited because we're getting something that we never really thought would happen per se, or like maybe as soon, I guess. But at the same time, I think I'm more so excited to hear just like, what their minds put together on a production base. Yeah, that's where yeah, I'm not really I'm curious to see which style the production goes yeah. to and then see how the other one flows on it, you know, type. Yeah, I know a they lot people with each other for sure. A lot of people have said that they think that it's gonna be an awkward mix. I don't think it's gonna be an awkward like mix. Like I said, it just like depends on you, what beat they A pick. couple weeks back I said that Baby Keem and in my opinion, Baby Keem and Don Taller are the front weather of the new generation. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, you got goosebumps Baby Keem is the closest thing that I think that we're going to have to Kendrick when Kendrick does go away. And we got goosebumps from Travis and Kendrick, so... Yeah, like I said, I, 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 don't, think think that, I don't think it's weird at all. Yeah. But it just kind of... I'm curious to see how it sounds. Because we could see kind of Keem's style with Travis on that. since it is Because it's, sing, it's Keem's single, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's his song. Yeah, it's going to So I'm album. curious to see if it's going to be him or if it's going to be Travis producing and then... Because I think Keem would just absolutely murder on Travis's production, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. I feel like his style yeah. 
would fit. Like well, you said, that's a great comparison. So Baby Keem, most of the songs are like hooligans and everything else they drop. He's been producing. This beat is solely made by Travis. Okay. And the, it's been mixed and mastered by Mike Dean. So that's some good. That's some good news. That's some good company. That means I just Keen. that just makes me more excited for like what's in the future because that means Travis is definitely tap back in on. Oh show, yeah, you know? hundred people like people. So, like, I don't think really people understand the the excitement behind that for me because I just know it's going to be a lot. Like he took a seat back to better himself as an artist the last two like albums. So now that he's producing again, it just gets me excited because I know I'm going to get the sound I've been craving to hear back at least of one or two tracks. And that's I think a lot of people don't understand like, like, with, like all these like old mixers and stuff that he's yeah. been posting. Like he's making the beats again. Yeah. Like, people don't understand like he's in there the, making the yeah. beats. That's why I've been I've been peeping that too. I just so, been, like, like I just really want to see where his mind is going with this because Alfredo, like I always talk about it. I don't. I don't think it gets enough appreciation, but you got a crazy ass three song run on there. It's just crazy, like bro, Dance on the Moon, so I guess Hell of a Night. That gets us into our next topic. The next topic that we have is: What do you guys think about Sofago signing to Cactus Jack? It's gonna definitely. I was literally talking to you about this. I think I think the biggest thing I want to obviously hear, like future wise, would be him and Shay. I think that should be crazy, like. Bro, what the fuck? There's so much talent in one space. They can go wherever they want with that. Mm-hmm. I feel like, honestly, like, I mean, yeah, a Don Tolliver or a Travis or, you know what I'm saying? That would be dope, but I'm telling you, that Sheck West feature is going to be just different. And a lot of people don't understand. So the roster is now Travis at the top. Chase B is the DJ, the household DJ and producer. Then they have Wonder Girl on there as well. They have Stofago now, Don Tolliver, Luxury Tax, and Sheck West. So that's the roster as of right now. I feel like it's a win-win. Like when you, because I had never heard of him when I heard it. He oh, signed. and then Sycamore. Yeah, and then so you showed me his last yeah, yeah, tape right. that he put out, the little seven-song tape that he put out in 2020, and like the style fits. I see it as a win-win situation because obviously, never hurts for Sofago to get that extra recognition and get that boost from Travis, and now he's in a he's in a label with all these guys that are gonna help elevate his game. And also, I feel like he can bring something to the table that Travis, like, kind of a new spark to that, that uh, to the label itself. So, so I, like I said, I see this win-win. I think it's a great ad. I think it's a great fit. Um, I'm excited to see what they do. I'm excited to see, like, the next collab tape they do as a label. Because, you Jack know, Boys. yeah, the yeah. next Jack Boys that comes, Jack Boys 2, when you get all these voices and all this, all the great minds on the production and everything... That next album is gonna go so insane. yeah. Personally, I've been on Sofago's stuff as of like all of his TikTok hype, like off of every day and everything that he's been dropping. I've been like, uh, I forget the song that he has. The they say Fago, you getting bigger. I remember that was Matrix. Was yeah, no, that's not Matrix. It's off of his. It's off oh, it's of the other one. Yeah. So I've been listening to him heavy though. Um, the last couple of weeks, ever since he signed the Cactus Jack, is it because he signed the Cactus Jack? I'm not gonna lie to you. Yes, it is. If would he have signed the Cactus Jack, would I give him a listen? Probably not. I'm not gonna lie to you, but I uh, I've been listening to him heavy. Honestly, I hate that I wouldn't give him a chance because the guy is really talented. He makes really good music. 
Hanging with the Goats is one of my favorite songs it's by far right now. Probably my favorite song right now. Matrix is a great song. Um, 1942 uh, has a song that Travis really likes. I love that song. So that tape is honestly really good tape, and I'm happy he's getting the money and the exposure for it now. I'm happy on so he's on Cactus Jack. Like I said, uh, Travis is not Drake, so Travis actually puts his artists out there. Look at the success that Don Toller is having. Look at the success that Chuck West having. Look at the success that everybody besides Luxury Tax, Luxury Tax is still getting up there, but everybody's doing pretty good. So, um, yeah, man, I'm happy that he's on the team, and I'm happy that he got what he wanted. Yeah, I agree. As far as that, we have a couple new things that we're going to start doing now. We're just going to talk about the music that dropped from the past week. So, Fire and Desire, was it fire, or did you think it was Desire at first and it just didn't go well? It's a new segment we're going to start here on BDL. Okay, okay. Um, and as of far, you guys know that Big Scar dropped last week as a Memphis artist. Uh, straight out of Memphis. Uh, Cousins with Pooh Shice, signed to Gucci's 1017 label. And also, Young Thug dropped his compilation tape. It had features for people like Uzi, Kid Cudi, Drake, Travis Scott, you name it. It was a lot of people on there. I think they're coming out. Yeah, Gotti confirmed that they're coming out with the Deluxe as the well. The Deluxe is coming, yeah. So, um, I'm excited to see how that goes. I don't know if I want more music. If it's a compilation tape, I don't think you have to have a Deluxe for that. Yeah, I would agree. But, but the Deluxe trend is such a thing now that it's kind of getting played out. Just about every album has yeah. one at this point. It used to be like it was the top of the top would get one. And, you know, you'd have, you know, not that many. Now it seems like you're right. Like, every single album is getting a deluxe. Yeah. If you put out a 15 to 20 song album, like, this is a studio album, you're going to have a deluxe. And I feel like... And that's the thing I think is weird, because something as as such as a compilation tape should not be having... Did did Revenge of the Dreamers 3 have deluxe? Yeah. But that was a compilation tape. Uh, Yeah. It's the same thing. I mean, I was happy when that deluxe came out, though, because uh, that's just quality music vibe. I listen to. I just feel like something like like Slime Season shouldn't have it. But, I mean, they're going to drop. Boys, they're going to drop. People going to eat it up still. Jack Boy's up nah, there? No, Jack Boy's dropping. They never dropped. Nothing after that. They like, teased it, though, didn't they? No, I they, thought t- I they didn't even tease it. Okay. People, people wanted it. it. Yeah. People, uh, okay. people assumed that shit was going to happen. Well, yeah. yeah, it's not a bad assumption with the rate that everything's going right now, so... I mean, I think the whole YSL tape, I told Shay off rip, like, I enjoyed it. Well, covered, well covered. since Amari's going to it, go ahead. You can start off, like, uh, how you felt about Slime Season. Oh, that was the next my No, bad. no, I'll just talk about it. Because they yeah, got it posted today that there's going to be a deluxe. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're talking about, like, well, how we felt about it being a deluxe. But you can go ahead and start it off on how you felt about the whole tape itself. Oh, I was just going to say, my bad, that's it. You're good. You're good. Anyways, I was just gonna say like, why so two? I feel like the tape, or I'm not gonna say the tape, the project in general, cover to cover was really well, well put together. Um, I did a couple more listens. The initial take, I told I told Shay, I was like, honestly, I gave this like eight point five out of ten. I felt like a lot of it was something that they did and was like this goes together together which I would agree but I also feel like they kind of just rushed some shit you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying well in saying that I've listened to it multiple times since then and I still like it um I really enjoy how like 
they did okay. Thug just showed how he's changed in the first platform, first five, six songs. Shows how his flow is different, how why he's good at what he does, why he's so like uh, a great artist and just collab with everybody. You got Dre feature, Travis Scott feature, you got his own artists on there, Lil Keith, um Cuddy. Kid Cudi, like just a bunch of just wow, what the hell? Didn't think this was gonna happen. And then he still made a platform enough for the rest of the, the brand, the rest of his label. And giving his artists, and you know, I really appreciate that. I, that I think that's something that's really looking getting looked over. Like his leading single besides his that he's pushing is his brother's influence and his song. And that song is so hard, like so hard. So, what do you think about it? Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I was a little let down, just slightly, but I think that's just because I got my expectations were through the roof, uh, which happens a lot in music nowadays. Like. Um, especially if an album gets pushed back once or twice, like you'll like, you just get too excited for it. And even with it being a nine out of 10, I still like, you know, I was expecting an 11. So like, it's good. And I like it a lot still, but I was a little led. I just felt like it was rushed at certain points. I feel like I listened to a couple tracks and I was like, I feel like you take an extra day or two on this, an extra week or two on this, this, you know, doubles in value right here. Mm-hmm. So like it lost a little bit off the top, but still a very, very solid album overall. So what do you give it? I'd probably give it the eight out of ten. Like I said, I feel like it's probably a nine, but I was expecting the eleven or twelve to break the scale and it just wasn't there yet. So So personally to me, um I listened to compilation tapes and I think I was talking to this about Dante. Uh I talked to this to I talked to this with uh, Malik. I talked to this with a couple of my friends. I think I told Samari too well, uh, me and Samari have been having a couple conversations here and there this week, but also I think I I've, I listen to compilation tapes for the unknown artists. Yeah, and I think what uh, QC does better than most labels is their unknown artists like Jordan Hollywood or when Marlo was on there. Other people they put the unknown artists at the bottom, but it's like a, they're spread throughout too. Yeah, so like. I want to hear from the people that I don't usually hear because I can get a Gunner project in a couple of weeks. I can get a Keyed project coming up soon, like we talked to his manager. I can get a God. It wasn't even on it. No, that's the thing. I'm not even trying to be overzealous, but as I was on their live today, speaking that you said that real quick, they already have a project. They have two projects, Lil Keyed and Lil God are working on that they released today on their live and basically they said the first one that they've been working on no features just them two is brotherly love which i feel like we'll end up having features but off rip they didn't say anything about it then they have another one outside that that they're doing and i forgot the name of it but it was super tough i think it's like getting there getting there i think that's what it was called getting there and it has all their features with you know thug and 21 and the rest of the gang you know what i'm saying so Feel like that's gonna really be something special. Honestly, uh, one thing I, I've been listening to, I was on a, another live from another Latin artist, Twenty One Little Harold. Him and Little Guy have been working together, and Little Guy is about to drop soon. So I feel like that's gonna be something like valued. Like I'm definitely looking for a feature between them two. Just off, yeah, little, off topic, I know, but I just been peeping that. I'm just saying for myself, like I like to hear from the artists that are not. So the Umfunk and uh, the Thug song, the real, I love that that song so is going out. I don't honestly. So, I love that that song is doing it. I love that he talks about how his brother like bailed him out of jail and stuff like that. Because that is Doug's brother, if people didn't know. Yeah. But um, 
Also, I just go on these tapes and I'm looking for, I'm listening for more Yacht Gotti. Yacht Gotti was not even on, I think he was only on two songs. I'm listening for more, uh, I'm just listening for more Carlay, more for everybody else that is just not on every other tape that we're not getting the exposure to. Because that's how some of these people get exposure. You think about it like Gucci, you come up with a new with a new whole tape, you got people like Enchanting, and Gucci did it right because he dropped these two solid tapes, right? Pooh Shiesty blew up first. Then you have Fujiano's blow up. Now you got Big Scar. And there's still the, the, the other dude that they have Roboy. from Tampa. Yeah, Roboy. And then there's still more Enchanting. There's the other girl that's on the squad. Like, everybody's had their success. And, oh, no, I just look for these compilation tapes. I'm looking for more. Like, because until you're like a TDE or a Dreamville... You don't really get the exposure that you should do. Also, it was a question that somebody had asked, and they were like, should Drake do one? But I was like, Drake doesn't push his people in out there enough to do any, a compilation thing. But it would be great. It would be, gr- it would be whoa, it'd be crazy. Like, just hearing Mag- Magic and Division. Wow. That'd be crazy. Roy Plaza, where I was, Party Next Door. Everybody would go stupid on that. Next thing we got to talk about is Big Scar, Big Reaper. So I'm actually going to go Owen first on this one. Then I'm going to go Samari because I already know what Samari's going to say. So what do you think about it? <clears throat> I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I didn't I didn't listen to any of his music before this. Um, and I remember you tweeting. I remember when you originally told me, you were like, because I was right. It was right after Shicey season it drops. And I really started to mess with the heavy. And then I see Shay tweet that Scar is going to be better than Shicey. I was like, I don't even know who you're talking about, first of all. Second of all, Shicey just put out this great album that's at the top of the charts right now. I was like, you're on something. I was like, I don't know what you're on, but I want it. I (laughs) stand corrected, first of all. I was wrong. Um, Yeah. I don't know if I'd be willing to go out there and say that I think he's going to be better than Shicey. He's definitely going to be on the same level. I think... Going forward, I think those two are going to have very, very similar career paths. I think they're both on the trajectory. They're both on the same trajectory. Well, as of right now, towards the top. Scar is number one on Billboard. Yeah. So he's killer, bro. The album is great. The album is great. Uh, like I said, props to you because you saw it come before anybody else did. Um, I just that album is like it's it's still got the Memphis sound like that uh that enchanting feature on oh my god Whoa. I don't even. I only like I bro, so bro. I be trying to tell people about her, bro. She's hard. She's bro. tough, bro. That's like, like I'm gonna send you some of her individual stuff. Yeah, like different. she's hard as fuck, bro. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. She's different. Yeah. Bro. So yeah, that album is great. Um, if you don't like the Memphis sound, you won't like it. I mean, that's where he's from. Like I, yeah, if you don't like the Atlanta sound. Said it before. Like yeah, it. said it before. Said it again. That it's not it's not a nine to five job. You rep that style. You rep that sound. At all times. So, uh, right here. Read that date. Look at that date. Right there. He said, Big Scar going to blow up this year. Another promising Atlanta artist. That shit says. Says January 28th, 2021, boy. He was on it way before. So, uh, I give it a solid 9 out of 10. I mean, I want to give it a 10, but you know, you yeah. got you to gotta hit the perfection button to get that 10. So Bro, I'm honestly, I'm going to give it this. a 9. You started off with Grim Reaper, already a hard track. Tough. I wanted that whenever he snippeted it. 
And he had the whole loadout drop in the video. Yes. Then you get into Get In, Pop In. Honestly, those are two of my favorite songs right now. Mm-hmm. I'm really heavy on um, in, uh, in Color with Gucci. Oh, my God, bruh. So Icy Boys 3 is probably my favorite up there. So Icy Boys 3, yeah. Yeah. Man, I don't blame you. That was, that was a it's good just, song. I just... Because you weren't listening to the song. Because those that was actually a song that dropped before. Yeah. But I like that, like... I just like that Gucci verse to You know I like the flow of it. That's the thing. Like just to be able to sit there and like just rock your head and it's on beat with the and it's just I think yeah. this that's the one that's the Zaytoven beat, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yep. This is my favorite right now. It's so hard. Cause I think Gucci just he just comes Well he in literally he literally came in first of all he sampled his own song. Then he, he told this man Scar to get on OG OJ the Juice Man's flow. He but ate that, made it his own. Then switched back to his original voice. Like, bro, it's just so much going. I'm on. I'm not gonna say he told him to get on the OJ the Juice Man flow. I'm gonna tell you, I just think that for Scar, for a new generation artist to get on a Zaytoven beat, because if we've only a heard lot. a couple, it means a lot. We've only heard a couple. Yeah, is is nice. Well, usually it's not. Right, I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, and he he got on there and did his own flow, and that's what makes a lot. Like I just want to I like it. And there's a part where like the beat goes down, and all you hear is the 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 808s, mm-hmm. and he's just rapping on the 808s. I love that. And then from the jump is one of my favorite songs with Take Keep as well. Um I think this I honestly I give it a nine point five out of ten. I think it's one of my favorite projects that came out this year. Yeah, it's crazy. It's better than Shy Season to me. C Red is like one of my favorite songs of the year though, so I can give Shy C problems on that. But Yeah, that shit's crazy. Besides that, um only thing that really, really can push me from saying Scar is the best right now is just waiting on Big 30 to drop, which is my favorite rapper out of the whole three. Right. Um, I want this song so bad. I, I love that man, bro. That nigga is so hard to me, bro. I, I He can't do wrong in my eyes. The next thing that we have to talk about, um, we already talked about Yachty, right? No, we haven't talked about it yet. Wait, oh, okay. we, we mentioned it. We haven't talked about well, it. Well, I'm going to let Samari get into it. So, first, I'm going to let Samari go first. Samari put me on the, the, the Michigan scene. Um, besides the people that was already out, not 42 Doug. Uh, baby put me on 42 Doug, but I will give Samari props on, like, I think Samari found out 42 Doug, uh, found out Babyface Ray through 42 Doug, and then he was on Babyface Ray for a minute, and then he started listening to that whole scene, and I started to see him listening to it a little bit, and then a couple people around the city started to get to the buzz as well, but Samari ended up putting me on that scene, and then I, I, I wasn't a fan of it, because I was like, mm, like the whole rapping off beat, or like the way that they rap is different, and then I saw Yachty getting with them. And of course, I am a fan of when other rappers get with it. And then I liked it. I like it a lot. And then Yachty teased this back in, like, uh, I want to say of, like, July or August of last year. And then I was like, yeah, go for it. But I'm happy he didn't drop it when he dropped it. He was supposed to drop it in December, and it never came out. 
but I've learned most of all these guys' music. So Crispy Life Kid, all these new guys. And it, he is tough. Who? Crispy Life. Yeah. That is insane. <laughs> Absolutely uh, ridiculous. I've been listening to a lot of these guys and Bs and all of them, and I'm just happy. There's one song that I want. One song that I want. And if I don't get it, I might cry. It's a it's a babyface V's and um Yachty, uh, what's it called? So by the time you guys listening, you guys will know if we got it or not. But Babyface comes in. Babyface has one of the hardest verses. But I know he comes in. He was like, fast food, we banging it in and out. And he was just go. He just was ripping it. And this man, V's, came in and said, heard that nigga want the clout. Fuck it. Put him in a clout. What these niggas hate now and make a sound. Like, it's just one of the, I can't, I hope we get it. But Yachty. Michigan boy boat. I'm finally getting it tonight. What do you think, Samar? Um, I'm excited. Uh, it shows uh shows the artist in him first and foremost. Like he, him, and all the artists that are involved, and even you know artists that aren't even involved that are from the city of giving Yachty his flowers for giving you know the city a different kind of likeness and respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, truth be told, I've listen to Detroit rap since drill music. I'm going through my SoundCloud likes. I mean, I'm talking Cash Kid, you know, Ill Will, Sin, Pablo Skywalking. Like, I've been on this type of music for a grit, you know? So when it went from the drill to a slightly more, okay, I can flex a little bit. I've been making my bread up. I can do this, 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 and this. First person that stuck out to me off rip was... Obviously, Babyface Ray. I've been a huge fan of Babyface Ray since 2019. And then last year, he went on a tear, and he just brought everybody with him that he had around him. And my other favorites would be, like, Ice Corvezzo, GT, Vs. Like, that's more of my Detroit kind of sound, in my opinion. Because there's a split. And I think that's... And that's okay. I think that's real, because, like, what you might like, I might not like. Yeah. Because, like, I personally like... Babyface Ray is obviously one of my favorite, but I like RMC and Mike. Right. And I like Rio, Rio and, and I like yeah. like that style. I like crispy like, life. It's yeah. a little bit different, yeah. which isn't bad, but like that's just shows how much talent is in that city. And the crazy thing but people is forget they're that. blocks away from each other. They're all they're centrally located, but one thing that makes them so strong and so like dominant is they all love each other. They yeah. all fuck with and each other. They can do stuff like the Royal Rumble. And right. Those they don't like they that. don't be out there trying to bullshit. They don't be out there overstepping boundaries. They go together publicly and they leave together publicly. So I totally for I never heard about that one dude until I got seen uh Royce the Five Nine do like the genius cosign mm-hmm. thing. The Tron guy. Oh yeah 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 Baby Tron or is it is it Baby Tron? Or is I forget his name. I don't want I don't want to picture let me look at that real quick. I think it's Baby Tron, but I know he's on the album with Yachty. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a white guy. Yeah, yeah, Baby Tron. Baby Tron. Look yeah. at this. That's Look at this. I I never heard of this guy. But honestly, I like you. Like yeah, it's, uh, <clears throat> he's tough. But um, yeah, T Grizz. So the features include T Grizzly, Louis J- Louis Ray, Rio the OG. Um. Or free him. You got RMC Mike, YNJ, the Coochie Man. People don't yeah. know. Ah. 
I'm a, I mean, I can't start laughing. I, I, I'm, I'm a, I mean, nah, that shit is so hard. People bro. don't, bro, like, people don't give that man's respect, bro, because, like, as one as the, the, he's, he's a punch a in, punch out. He's good, bro. He making he's, money off of y'all. Yeah, y'all gonna talk about this man, but still gonna use his sound on TikTok, bro. Like, that man is getting money off of yeah, y'all using his sound, bro. Oh, uh, you gotta fuck me and my coochie friend. Uh, you got Babyface Ray on it, Solder Babies on there, Baby Smoothies, Baby Tron. Yeah, that's a that's Crispy Life Kid, which I'm happy. I love Crispy Life Kid. Um, you got Sway Lee, Ice World Visa, uh, hella niggas, bro. Like I, I just, I'm really excited. Like I said, I've been, I've been first and foremost. I've been a Yachty fan for a minute, but this is, this is a different kind of side. Like I'm when he happy. first did his collab He's last changing. year. When he did this collab last year with Sada Baby, I just knew this something of this sort was going to come about. I didn't necessarily think he was going to make a devoted album. I thought he would do something like how he originally came out and just flood the scene on YouTube and fucking SoundCloud and just put a bunch of singles out with a bunch of collabs. I really thought that's realistic was going to happen. Maybe throw it together for like a little EP or some shit. But to get a real production album out of this is just something that's crazy. And I'm really excited for it. I'm really excited to see what him and Sada Baby are doing together. That's somebody I really, 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 really enjoy out of Detroit too. I love Sada Baby music. He's he's very, very different. He's he's very, very, very specific in the way he raps, bruh. Like that's the shit that makes so, so enjoyable. I'm gonna show Owen this trailer real quick on the show. And then I'm gonna get his thoughts on how much he can boy go Folks always ask me, they be like, what's your thing with the, you know, Detroit dogs? You know, why, why are you doing all this? I, I found a, a love in Michigan, you know what I'm saying? The city itself is just a high vibe, it's high match. You know, when I established this relationship, this family with all these guys, all, all throughout Michigan, not just Detroit, try and put them on a, on a pedestal, give them a platform that they may not have had before. You know, it's nothing but love, and I just want to see these guys be they're so talented. I feel like it's unfair for the rest of the world. You know, don't don't know, hasn't seen it, because it gotta be seen. Uh, I won't stop it today. Take it home. If I don't get enough motivation, I don't know what to do. I mean, sounds like Yachty puts on more people outside of his team than Drake puts on people inside of his team. So, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, it's – I like it. I like the Yachty's out there. I mean, that's – what more do you want from your favorite artist than to go out there and give people that, that he thinks are true? He's changing, bro. Like, he dropped a song this year. I don't know if you listened to it, but – Oh, you said it's it. crazy. Do you hear this beat? Do you notice it? Do you, do you hear the sample? This, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, you're gonna be, you're gonna be a part. You know me, I don't catch samples. I don't want, I don't want niggas to know that. Yeah, I'm jet, but I'm gonna show you afterwards, bro. He's, he's. So, what's your expectations, bro? What you, what you think about it, bro? Um, I think it really depends on the execution of it. Because obviously, like, if he goes on there and then hogs three minutes of a three-minute, 45-second song with all the rappers, he's not really putting them out there on that platform. Now, if it's more of these guys doing songs with Yachty being featured on them and then him throwing them on a tape for him 
so he can get it out on his platform for all his fans to listen to, then it's going to be so something have you, really like, special. I got to show you some of the songs, because most of the songs, like this song with Chris, but like, like, they rap, but they'll rap, and then another person will switch in. If it's two people on the song, they'll like rap, he'll say something, and they'll it's go. It's a bar for bar It's like a bar, like, they'll punch in, punch in. But, like, Royal Rumble, or like, if they're all on the song, it'll be like, like one person will have their whole verse and the next person will come in. Well, you know me, I like battle rap too, so like I can get in with. It's kind of like too. that. Like it's rapping because obviously you're yeah. not throwing shots at. Yeah, shot bro. Like, like you said, like make America said, rap again. Let's rap. Yeah, like, he's it's, really it's rapping. He's really on something. Like I'm excited. Yeah. Regardless, I'm just curious to see how much of, which I don't think Yachty would ever do that. Like, to go out there and be like, yeah, let's do this tape. All of us, you know, all y'all will put it on my tape and we'll get, get you guys some extra exposure. Yeah. And then does, like, a bunch of songs with, like, 30 to 45-second features of another guy, like, which I don't think you will, but I think it really depends on the execution. Um, But I'm excited, nonetheless, because, I, I mean, like you said, you just like listening to, to newer this guys. Is, this is what it's like. I'll show you. I'll give you a taste. And it's just everybody coming in after that. It's going. And it's going to take me a second to catch it. It, it is. It's, 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 it's a different type of rap, bro. It is. I'm not going to lie to you. But also, uh, Moneyback dropping tonight. He has a couple songs. Um, I think it's like 20-something songs. It's 22 songs, yeah. He has a song with Cash Page. Uh, then he got a song with that's Future that's already came out. Yeah, that's just uh, crazy. He got a song with Janae Aiko. He got a song with Polo G and Lil Durk. Yep. That's uh, just going to be crazy. Owen first, what's your expectations? So you ready for it? And then tomorrow. Um, I mean, what? When's the last time we got a Moneyback Yo tape? Was what? A year? Yeah, last January. Mm-hmm. Last January. So it's been over a year now. Um, I've always messed with his style a lot. Um, I like it a lot. The last tape that he had, I went to the title commercial. I mean, the title concert. Was good job, but I went to the title concert, and that was the best commercial selling album he had because he had just signed to Rock Nation, and he sold a lot. That was See, how many features has he, did, has he put on track list at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. all trains. I like I like his music a lot more when he has a feature versus when he doesn't because I feel like nobody has his flow. So like him and Big Thirty, him and Future is gonna be different and then like you said, the Polo G and the Dirk. Pharrell and ah, yeah. I'm really excited for it because like I said, um I forgot Pharrell's on it. His style is really different. Like I feel like nobody really has that flow the way he does. So when you're able to when you're able to tack his flow in with somebody else. Like I feel like that Gene Ioko track is going to go insane because I think the, the contrast when you can truly contrast from a different artist to be on the same track together, that's to me when you get the best music, like, yeah. it's those type of combos. Like I always come back to it, but like little TJ and uh pop smoke when they did their song, like, that yeah. heavy with the light voice, like it mixes well. I mean, that's real though. I mean, so his and I'm I'm excited to see what Paul G and Lil Durk do on there because they've both been on a tear singly by themselves as well. So I think the features are good. I think he has the right amount. He has like five or six songs of features and probably fifteen that don't. 
the thing about him I like, and it's honestly like I'm not even one of those guys because like the pain music has always been one of those things that I don't get into. I like his music, bro. Like I don't know what it is, but the music where he be talking that real and it's like this, this type of beat. Like, I know I talked to uh, I know I talked to Samari about it, and Samari is a big Dolph fan, deservingly. But I am just I'm a big Money Bag Yo fan. I just like what he has. I feel like I like the grit that he comes with. I like the rapping that he does, and I just feel like the flow, which you Owen said, is the biggest thing to me. Like, I feel it. I feel it through his raps. Yeah. So that's all. I'm really really excited about this. I'm really really. Hype to get more um, music for Money Back Yo. 22 songs gonna last me until he could drop something else again. Yeah, I'm, I'm hyped. What about you, Samara? Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see what he's gonna do, um, like, with this project. Because, like, with his last project, what was it called again? Um, was it, oh was it, time, top, time, something like that. Yeah, Something bro. like that. Oh, bad. Look at this. It's a Thursday, man. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get to the weekend. I ain't going to cap. But with his last project, what he did with it and everything like that, and he came with it. Yeah, Time Server. Okay, that's what I thought. I don't know why I kept thinking it was it, 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 That was such that a was, great album. Because yeah. you had you played with Lil Baby, yeah, Pistol by the Bed. You had One, Two, Three with Black Youngster, which was a hit, hit. whenever I went to the concert. Yeah. You had Future, The Baby, Summer Walker, Fredo Bang, Megan Thee Stallion. Like, yeah, it was it was put together nicely, but see, was, like I'm trying to see what he's gonna do with this, right, where he's trying to take himself. Yeah, because I feel like he's trying to do something different. Like he's going back to where he originally came from. Like he said in his last album, we got that work of art because for a little bit he was trying to test waters, but I felt like he felt like people were messing with his sound too much, his his flavor or what he was thinking. So I think that's gonna he's gonna like you know come back to his senses and. Do more of what he's comfortable with, what he enjoys making music. I think that's going to be shown in this, and that's what I'm more excited for. But um, if I could ever get another feature, for, like, verse from him, I mean, obviously, if he, he makes future rap. Like, future's going to give you that. Actually, you actually be kind of shocked. Yeah, bro. This song like, that he got, uh, on this song that he got, like, now that you mentioned that, like, I'm going to show y'all this close up. Uh, so the future verse that he got last year, future was on go. Go, like yeah, it was future, and future was spitting too. But this is a new. He gave him that Hendrix boy. So it's kind of different. I ain't gonna lie to you, but honestly, the leading single for this was um was this, and I don't think there could have been a better leading single. Money bag ran this song. And then him and Big Dirty, which. I'm happy for Moneybag because he got a good artist in Big Dirty. But a complete um, artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very versatile. That's the difference. You know what I'm saying? I I seen I I've I've seen them both grow. And I, like I said, I thought I that title so 
A lot of people don't know, but that title concert that I went to last year, it was the beginning of last year, it was after New Year's, before COVID. That was the last concert I went to. And basically, it was Big 30 and uh, Lil Baby, Boosie, Powers, Pablo Juan, Lil Yai. It was a bunch of people there, bro. And like Moneybag brought the whole city out, but it cost $1 to get into the concert. And I ended up going, and you get, like, free title merch and stuff like that. Um, I think Jay-Z was supposed to be there that night, but he didn't show up. Because he was supposed to give he was supposed to give uh, money back a chain. But honestly, it was so fire. Like, that maybe gave me more respect. Because I was a doff head before I got into it, but I had gained more respect for money back and stuff like that. I like his music, man. I really do. So the next thing we're going to talk about before we get into the sports my, Polo G just got his first number one um, on Billboard, so congratulations to him. It was Which is a surprise. Um, honestly, I'm going to tell you this now. I knew it was going to happen because when Polo G does a certain type of style that the industry wants with him, people mm-hmm. are more accepting of it. No mm-hmm. offense to him. I love his music. But this, this is not what the people want, Polo. I'm not going to lie to you. It might be what people in Chicago want from you and stuff like that, which is good. But you're an industry plant, like you're an industry guy now. And you gotta make your name. They don't want to from you. Okay, okay, okay. But this is what's gonna get you number ones. You singing, you harmonizing, you rapping, doing your stuff like that. The headassery is real. So I'm congrats to you on getting that. Sweetie Dish Quavo. I don't really want to get too much into it. I mean. It's toxic breakup stuff. I mean, I don't know what else you expected to hear. She wanted him. Quavo clapped back. Here we are. Same shit we were three weeks ago. They're both upset with each other. They're both throwing shots on Twitter. Because they both rather do that than just be grown-ups and resolve the fucking issue. So, here we are. So, um, Young Nudie's dropping next month. I want to get both of you guys' opinion on that. I'm excited. 100% excited. Uh, I haven't gotten a chance to listen to him as much as I wanted to, uh, but I've the, the the bits and pieces I've listened to, I love, and I love Twenty One Savage too. So I mean, I don't. It's not not surprising to anyone probably yeah. that I enjoy Nudie because uh, I know there's probably going to be at least one or two Twenty One features on that album too. So I was uh, listening to his uh, last album. Mm-hmm. I think people underestimate this mm-hmm. so much. He was spitting. And then he goes and talks on the beat and then starts spitting again. Now listen, listen, listen. Don't slang him. Pistol Tobin. No hope in. And then starts fitting again. The video is hard too. The video is so hard. I, bro, gotta listen to that with some headphones on. Yeah. And then you get into Blue Cheese. Yeah. This is honestly one of my best beats. My favorite beats by him, bro. That, that shit is so hard. I don't know how this tape didn't do. Like, they didn't, they didn't do what it was supposed to be. It's just like. She say boss up, so I drop the top on that bitch. She was fucking with me, bitch. 
Bro, that man is hard, bro. Like, a lot of people... So talented. But it's, like, one of those things, like, I was telling you before, like, if there's something else, like, I said this before on the show, if there's something else that's around the time of that drop, it's just going to overshadow it, and it is. Yeah, it's real. It's just sad, because all y'all music heads out there that listen to the same 17 fucking tracks... Y'all swear y'all know music. <laughs> I don't swear like, I know music. Like, I'm the dude that listens to 17 tracks, but I don't act like I know music, though. So he's always impressed when you put him on some new shit. Yeah. yeah. He's on that Nav wave now. Yeah. Nobody's doing what now. I'm, I'm going to say this right now. Nobody's doing what Nav's doing right now. Yeah, that man got on the track with AJ Tracy. Yeah. And went absolutely federal. Yeah. I've been trying to tell y'all niggas, bro. I've been trying to put niggas on that nigga for a minute. Yeah, I'm going to tell you I'll this. Put like, on, but like, like put two years ago, down. when I was like, Nav's the best rapper in the game, it was a joke. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm not going to say he's the best rapper in the game right now, but like, he's... He brings something different, he bro. He is entering and the conversation. Like, like, <laughs> like that's is. why Young Thug is so like, I give him features on tap. That's why Young Thug is like, I see something in him. That's why Young Thug's like, Abel, weekend, let me buy him off of you. Give him to me. I want, I wish, I wish. Young Thug has mentioned it on multiple accounts that he wants Nav on YSL. I want, I wish Emergency Tsunami would have came out in 2021. Because I'm telling you, like, because that dropped in December, did it? Was that late? It was November. So it was kind of late. But like, that if that album's in this year, like, he's starting to heat up like Baby was at the beginning of last year. I I'm, I'm excited to see what he comes with. Yeah, I'm, I agree. I'm curious to see. What I don't know if he's heating like, up like Baby, but he's slapping features on his album was amazing. Because like Baby's gonna get the attention because it's Baby. Well, yeah, Nav's not gonna get the attention. It's all about how you market it. Nav is exactly 100. That's why and the only person that when that came out, I gave I sent it to Tyler. Tyler listened to it for a couple of weeks. Only people who was really slapping that album was me and Sam that I know of. And Sam actually came in the house and said, this shit hard as fuck. Like, yeah. and that was it. Like, well, that's what when you said this to me, it. I was like, ah. I was like, that's a good joke. I mean, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Because when I first <laughs> nice. it, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, kudos to getting the collaboration. But off rip, I was just impressed with Wheezy. Like, I wanted to yeah. listen to what he had to put out. Because it was something to me. Like, the last time it, like he solely put something out. Like that I came off the top of my mind, which I know there's others beforehand, but just slime season two. So Yeah. That speaks to self and like like that speaks for itself. That's what I meant to say. Excuse my French. But uh yeah, bro. It's just it's just it's just a different time for music right now. Um yeah, bro. <laughs> uh <laughs> last thing that we're gonna talk well, the two last things that we're gonna talk about, that other one's gonna be a little bit more sentimental, but uh, we're going to talk about Apple Music pays a penny per stream for the average artist. So, if you were supposed to put your music on, not Drake or Keem or Kid or anybody else, if you were supposed to put your music on, if you don't have a stature status, they pay you a penny per stream. I'm going to get you guys' opinion on that. Bring your streams up. I feel like it's a, it's a foundation that allows people to have a platform. Because a, a lot of people, a lot more people were outraged by it. Because like, there's like the Spotify is paying seventy five percent, like seventy five off the dollar. Then yeah. you have like Tidal paying like I think it's close to like twenty five to fifteen cent. So I, I wanted to get you guys' opinion. Like I said, like it gives you a platform. Yeah. Uh, uh, I 
you can't be more like beggars and choosers and motherfuckers is gonna get what they get and not throw a fit. Like yeah, you can't be picky. So you I mean, they mean? put it on there for free. You don't have you know to pay to put yeah. it on there. So, so if you're gonna put it up there, just yeah, once you find your promoter, bro, it. like that's all you gotta do. I mean, yeah, I mean, I know stuff. That's easier said than done. Trust me. I mean, we go through it every week, through a week out. We promote throughout the week, whatever. We somehow draw in a more a uh, larger crowd. But if you're on streaming platforms, bro, first and foremost, congratulate yourself. You did it. You did something that a lot of people can't do because they're too eager, scared, nervous, whatever. But you're on that platform for a reason. Promote the fuck out of yourself. Make yourself a brand. Make yourself noticeable. Make yourself pop. Ain't nobody finna sit around and hold your hand through that process. This ain't this ain't no fucking sing along. We ain't in the fucking high school musical. We not finna just sit there and oh, it's high school musical. I know what that is, and so it's a fucking brand already. Like no, so I mean I feel like it just gives everybody a fair advantage to to try and make the best of the situation. What you doing about it? I mean I agree. Like it it's it's a little. I feel like it's a little low still because uh, I I do agree with the outrage kind of, but. I mean, people are expecting them to try to shell out like ninety cents off the dollar. They ain't finna make money. So like, I feel like it should be around probably five. Cause I get where Apple's coming from, but I also get where the people that are mad are coming from. So I'm kind of yeah. in the middle on it. But I think it's a couple cents more is okay. But like, I was talking to people about it. like I can't really get mad because like I was talking to like higher ups like Ebro and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was talking about it, and they have a say so. Like all the radio people and stuff like that, they have a say so in it too. Well, here's the thing, but like. Apple Music is one of the biggest platforms in music, if not the is. biggest. Yeah. So, like, you got to think about it. A lot of people, half of half of United States alone has iPhones. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have Apple Music. So, if you're... Here's the thing. As a fan, like, if, if you got hot over that, if you're like, damn, that's so ass. Here's the thing, man. You want to get upset about it? That's fine. Do you? Why don't you go on to Apple? Go why don't you go on to iTunes, support your favorite artists, and just buy the album by itself? Like, you just—it's it, really that simple. Like, Shay put me on that a long time ago. Like, if you truly like that artist and that's truly your favorite artist, and you truly want to support them, go to iTunes, buy the album. Like, if you're mad, you're like, oh. They're jipping my favorite rapper because uh, I only get a cent per stream and all this. Go buy the album. You know what I'm saying? Like like I'm going you, to do for Yachty tonight. <laughs> that you're going to do for Travis when he drops this summer. I know you are because that's, that's the type of person yeah. you are. So, like, if, if you're upset about it and you're like, well, they're jipping my favorite rapper and his money. He run my man's pockets. Why don't you, you run his pockets? Go buy the album on iTunes. Yeah, that's the thing. Sitting like, there paying Apple Music 10 mu- bucks a month to go <laughs> stream it and get that rapper a penny each time. Go spend 10 bucks and go buy the album, bro. Like, if you want to get that mad about it, go do something about it. All right, so, I mean, I feel like it's that simple. So I appreciate you for saying that. I really it's do. true. No, I really know. Bro, I really appreciate you saying that. Because, <laughs> like, look, I my favorite artists, I bought their albums. Yeah, I know you My have. favorite shows, I bought the show. You taught me that I a have, long time ago. I have all of Atlanta, both seasons. Mm-hmm. I have now just bought Dave, both seasons. If you support somebody as a fan, support them. I have one big Sean song. You know what song that is? Huh. The song with Travis. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. White Sands? Double or not. Go Legend. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I bought Giveon's album. Wow. I bought Don Tolliver's album. I bought all of Travis's stuff. Everything that has to do with Lil Yachty, look at this. 
bought it. I know you do, yeah. Like, you have to go support who you want. I bought Pop Smoke stuff. I bought Sheck West's stuff. I bought Trippy Red. I bought Trippy Red. Oh, no. Dark, <laughs> he was like, Dark Wait, I Dumbo. bought Trippy Red? Dark Knight Dumbo. <laughs> yeah. I bought Black because he's one of my favorite R&B artists. Like, everybody that I support, I bought their music. <laughs> And also, the biggest thing is, if you don't want to buy their music through iTunes, which I do it because I want to support them, um, I bought all Yachty's albums and all Travis's albums. Those are my two mains. Yeah. Giveon's one of my mains now. I bought an every Frank Ocean album. I'm going to start buying Benny the Butcher's albums this rate. <laughs> I don't know what to tell like, you. Like, if you support them, yeah. go support them. Exactly. And merch is a big thing. If they drop merch, support their merch. Yeah. It's saying that. Pause. Let me refrain from trying to spike the fucking mic. Hey, <laughs> hey, Travis, Yachty, you know, who else is big in the world right now? Drake. Hey, I appreciate you giving out, you know, the opportunity to, for us to support you and your brand. But stop fucking cracking my head, bro. My pockets hurt. I ain't no broke bitch, but goddamn. Like, come on, bro. Reason with me. You know what I'm saying? Samari first. He got that. Samari got that first. FPG hoodie though. I got him for his birthday. Yeah, sure. I told her, I said, if you're a supporter, if you're a supporter, you gotta rock your favorite artist. And I made sure he got that. Cause my older my old FBG merch got fucking lost in transit from when I was moving a lot. And then I had some ASAP Rocky, actually ASAP Mob merch. Had you've had you've had Travis merch, some off future merch, you know, just some things you collect over the years, you know what I'm saying? But I tried to and do I like wanted the some high future collabs. merch when I went to when I went to see Tyler. I wanted some high future merch. I'm a I'm a huge fan of Tyler, but I'm not Samari, and now it always put me into my place of like I can't because I feel like I'm not there with the higher ups like the day one. So yeah. I try to refrain from that. I will support them and buy their albums, but it's a different level, like, kind of thing. like when he gets to merch because like 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 that. I don't. You know what? We're going to have an episode coming up where we're just going to talk about our musical journey. I wanted to spit this out to both of y'all before, but I might as well. We're already on the cast, bro. I think, like, we're on 11, probably like 13 or 14. We get it together. Maybe even next episode. It don't matter. But sometimes soon we just get to an episode where we just kind of just talk about our musical journey of being, like, fans and why we like what we like. 12? Where it came from. 12? You want to do episode 12? Or do you want to do a special on that? Yeah, that's no, what I'm we can do it for twelve because twelve is coming. In. Just so you guys know, twelve is going to come a lot sooner than a lot of people expected. Yeah. Me and Owen are going to the draft, so it's going to be a lot. I'm going to put the timestamp on it. It's going to be recorded a lot earlier than a lot of people, so yeah. there might be some stuff that happens throughout the week that we don't get to. That we don't get a chance to yeah. talk about. So yeah, that means thirteen is going to be even more packed. So yeah, just, yeah. Just, just yeah, wait on it. But yeah, that's yeah. a good idea though. We can do that for twelve. I'm down. Mine's Either be, idea. Bro, mine's going to be so much different from yours. That's what's going to be yeah. funny. Not that I'm going to have to go back this. and try to tack together where <laughs> the hell all this shit started at. Mine's is different. Because yeah. like I've told you, i always told you guys that like my musical journey was is nothing how it is now. Because I'm more into like the R&B and the melodic stuff. But like there's like people like give me the flashes of what I grew up on. So like my musical journey was always straight like hood, ratchet, trap music. That's why I'm so big on T.I. and Boosie and all that. Bro, that's why, like, mine will be different just because it's the same way with sports. Like, my mom always tells me, she's like, I have no idea. She's like, I thought you were going to like rock music and classic rock. Because I did growing up. That was that was my shit growing up. You yeah. still do. And, well, yeah, I still do. Yeah. I still like rock I mean, music a lot. Yeah. But, like, 
She's just like, for me to be in the middle of Kansas where I was at, nobody in my family likes, not a single, like, I barely have cousins that like rap music. And the ones that do will still mix in country on the same playlists, which I don't like country <laughs> music. I'll be honest with you. Like, I like country So, and it's the same way for, for sports. Like, for me to be into sports the way I am makes no sense because my mom didn't play sports in high school. She couldn't. Um my dad didn't play sports. He moved around too much. My dad's not even a fan. My parents aren't really fans of sports. Like, they're they're kind of Steelers fans. My dad's been a Steelers fan. I don't know how he landed in Pittsburgh on that team, but like he's halfway supported them, but never, never any way the way that I do now with my teams and Valid. just the way that I know the leagues too. So Valid. I got to go back and try to tag down how all this shit happened. But we're gonna get there. It's gonna be there for twelve. Yeah. Yeah, because. I'm gonna go on a spiritual journey just to figure it out for myself, so I can no, tell I everybody. Like, that's how I feel about like, <laughs> me being a fan of basketball. Because there's one point I was a, a huge. I mean, I've always been a Kobe fan since I was young. But I've all, I was I was a Chicago fan at one point. You couldn't tell me shit about Derrick Rose or shit, even Carlos Boozer. Oh, uh, like bro, Carlos like, Boozer actually. Kirk Heinrich, like Captain Kirk on the team. Bro, that uh, team was just crazy. Luol Deng. Bro, I don't even before he, Luol Deng before he got paid. Yeah, bro. Uh, that is that is how he was hungry, motherfucker. The second he got to LA, he was live on the show. I was gonna call right. my pops live on the show, but Sorry. he didn't answer. But I think it was all right. No, because I texted him. I've asked him before. My dad used to play the Black album for me and Samari. Oh yeah, all the time. I think it was, I thought it was the Blueprint, but no, I think it was the Black album. album. And he used to play that for us all the time, bro. Like me and Samari would get into the car and request songs off of that, bro. Like. Jay-Z, the Black Album, was one of our favorite albums of all time when we were growing up. So, a lot of John Legend. Yeah, John Legend. Marcus, uh, Marquis, oh, no, what is the name? Music Soul Music Child. Soul Child. Yeah. Uh, my pops is, also, I talked to my dad the other day. Cause I like talking music with him. I like picking his brain and asking him what his top three rappers of all time was. And he couldn't tell me. I was shook. Because I know he's a big Rakim fan. I know he's a big Nas fan. My dad likes Moneybag Yo too. I have a video of him getting into Buddy Moneybag. Oh no. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. What? <laughs> That's crazy. What'd you say? <laughs> that. What you just said. The the money bag. I remember the video. I just had like a glimpse in my head. I'm sorry. I just like oh, totally just I was like, off. I was like, yeah. they were both on their phones. So I was like, what happened? Like, nah, oh, I'm, I'm listening to you. I'm listening. Don't. Well, it was during quarantine. I had, like it was like me and my dad. We were showing each other like freestyles all day, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I promise you, what I mean all day, we were just watching freestyles. Like that's how we were bonding. And like I ended up showing him money back, yo. And for some reason. That just seemed the one that stuck for him. Well, yeah, because you got to... Because Moneybags is one of the type of dudes to be freestyle and like rents due tomorrow, and he got $0 in his bank account. That's how he raps. He he be rapping like he, he got to go home to his wife and kids. He ain't got food to put on the table. That's how he raps in those freestyles. Yeah, so that's, that's understandable why your dad would pick up on that. I understand that. I got to find that video. It's, 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 it's a funny video because like, if you watch him... Like he's but he getting into it too. He's like, mm-hmm. I know yeah, your dad. He's rocking. Angels rocking, boy. He, he, yeah, my pops was into that one, but um, shit. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to find you real quick. 
Bro, if you haven't been on Twitter today, please go through something that's funny to you and read the comments. It's always funny or shit. Yeah, the comments are hundred percent better than the actual tweet most of the time. You think so? Yeah, usually. Oh my god! (laughs) So go ahead. I want you to read about everything that happened with uh, George Floyd, so we can get to sports, and then we'll we'll get into the sports side. Um. So Derek Chauvin, uh, the police officer that killed uh, George Floyd, was. Um, charged with all three accounts. Sir, I can't remember all three off the top of my head. Um, Second degree, third degree, and then it was like unintentional murder, manslaughter, and something else. I can't one hundred percent remember. Yeah, with all the degrees tacking in, Uh, so he gets punishable up to forty years. I think is the max sentence that they said. Um, Now I want people to understand this too. With him getting guilty. He still has to be sentenced. Yeah. It does not mean he's getting life in jail. He's going to jail. We just don't know how long yet. That's what the guilty verdict means. Um, It only took the jury nine hours over two days to figure it out. Uh, I was surprised by that. I thought it would take longer. I found it. Let's get you off. He's into it, bro. Yeah, he's fine. Like, I broke. My pops was into that shit, bro. He's fine. I... I love this video. He's the... He just... Yeah, I see. Yeah. <laughs> he was feeling himself, too. I see that. <laughs> but, like... So, I was... I'm not going to lie to you. So, so he was found guilty on all three counts. I was surprised. I thought... I really thought he was going to slide it. Like, I had... I'm going to be real with you. Zero faith in our you look at the jury... If you look at the jury... It's a lot of people our age. And I think that's where most people, uh, the common sense kicks in, where mm-hmm. they're like, wow. Um, like, I, I read this headline, and it, it's, it was funny when I read it. The more I think about it, the more I'm just ashamed of, like, our country and how our news portrays things. Because Austria, it was an Austrian newspaper. They posted the article on their website. And the headline, the two pictures, it was Derek Chauvin of, you know, his knee on George Floyd and then him in the courtroom. And the headline literally reads, um, it's, it's not word for word, but it's like, uh, cop surprised when found guilty for murdering someone on video camera or something like that. Like, like it was just, a, it was a dead beat on point. Like it was like a uh, cop sentenced to jail time for murdering someone on camera and was surprised when he was found guilty or so like mm-hmm. some along those lines. And I'm just like, I mean, that's the truth of the headline. Like. Every other news article is going to spin it the way they want it. You know, Fox News is going to spin it way different than CNN will in all different ways and this and that. So um, I was surprised that that they found him guilty. Like we said, he's going to jail. We don't know. He could be up to 40 years. He could get 10. He could be sentenced to 40 and get out in three. It like, who knows? We're still like, it's a very small step. The guilty verdict like it me I won't say that it means nothing, but it means little to me at this stage of the game. Yeah, it's a it's a very small victory because they could walk out tomorrow. He's an officer and he's a first time offender, so everything is left in the judge's hand to fulfill on what his yeah. They put they've put him and in it's a, the day after Juneteenth. His sentencing is the day after Juneteenth. Yeah, so there's going to be a lot of unrest in the country, regardless of of what the sentencing is. Valid. Um, 
So it's it's uh it's gonna be interesting to see what happens going forward. He's already he's been put in a max security prison. He's on suicide watch already. I already uh, knew. I, I I was honestly I was shocked. I talked to my uncle who's in jail. I was shocked because he told me he was like they're gonna put him they're gonna put him in isolation. Hundred percent. Yeah. So they were like he was like they're not gonna put him in there with the general population. No, because he's he yeah. won't survive till his sentencing. He he'll be dead before June twentieth rolls around. And not even that, if he was to go into a jail, even him being by himself, he would have killed himself. I would have killed myself if I was guilty in all accounts, because I know I'm not getting out with a a slap on the wrist. Well, and regardless, I would kill myself because somebody else is going to kill me. Like, regardless of the crime, you are a police officer who is now in jail. But him being by himself, besides being on suicide watch, now it's just, he's going to drive himself crazy. Being in there. Well, yeah, I would agree with you, but um, yeah, I saw that earlier. Uh, so it's just it's one sad thing to another. Like I, I just, so I'm curious to see how how the sentencing goes. Like I said, the guilty verdict doesn't mean a ton to me. Like I know he's going behind bars. Who knows how long? That's the issue, you know. Like we said, he could be in there for five years. He could be in there for forty, and I think. Everyone can agree that the 40 years would mean a lot more to everybody than the five years would. So, yeah. Um, what about you, Samari? Um, I agree. Like, I don't really feel like I could say that any differently. God, there's anything. not much to say. It's yeah, just, like, oh, I just want to know what your whole opinion on, like, him getting to the scene and the whole George Floyd thing. So, I mean, in general, I don't really try to get into politics. I'm gonna be real. I mean, I'm entitled to my opinion, just like anybody else's, but I don't really speak on stuff like that just because, like, I'm not, you know, blind to the facts. I'm not, I see what happens on a day to day. You know what I'm saying? A couple hours before the sentencing, a 15 year old girl got shot 30 miles away from where my mom was working mm-hmm. in Columbus, Ohio. You know what I'm saying? People try to say, oh, she had a knife, but she was getting jumped. It's basically the situation. She called the cops because she was getting jumped by some other girls. And she took the knife from one of the girls that tried to stab her. Called the cops. Cop shot her four times. Already on, off rip. And I think the cop was on the scene for only 20 seconds. Yep. Off rip was already wrong for drawing The week before that, somebody got shot because they mistaken their gun for a taser. For a taser. I'm, I'm a week curious. before that, somebody got shot. My mom just told me about this because Columbus has been huge in, in these issues out there in Columbus, Ohio. Mom told me about how somebody got shot close to campus because they uh, basically were at the bus stop. Cop came down on the bus stop and said they were trying to smuggle drugs in the bus or some bullshit like that. Like At the end of the day, like I call my mom um, damn near daily now because my mom uses public transportation from time to time and she's on the buses and I just make sure she's cool and she's always calling me making sure that she knows where I'm like where I'm at and how, where she is and I share my location with my mom via like my iPhone and everything like that just like my brother because like at this point in life and this point we are in America it's just like it's bittersweet like we're getting a lot of different things accessible to us that's great new technology new things that are coming about we're coming out of covid slowly but surely but even outside that we're still having daily tragedies you know what i'm saying so you know 
You pick your poison. That's why I stay my black ass in the house. Keep it a bug. I listen to my music. I invest into the podcast and stay with stay with good company because it, it's it's crazy, bro. You can't do normal things no more. You can't go to the park, shoot some ball. You know what I'm saying? You can't go, hey, I'm going to go on and walk my dog today because, shit, I seen it in the city I'm from a couple days ago. People were posting on Snapchat. Man walking his dog, five police cars pull up on him for like, yeah, there might have been a bigger situation at hand in New York City, but like, there was, but like, there's that guy that was walking through the neighborhood, and yeah. uh, it was a former drill sergeant was like trying to get him Bro. to was like was oh, like get yeah. out of our property, like you're yeah. not for like the dude literally lives in the neighborhood and yeah. was like leave, you're not, you know, all this and that, and then. It's just it's so frustrating because it's the same. We talk about music and like it's how you're portrayed, how you're marketed. Like this whole thing, like it's how everything's marketed. How yeah. is everything portrayed? Like because Dante Wright got killed in in Minneapolis last week, and the first thing for I'm not gonna I I don't remember what news source it was. I'll I'll sample Fox because they're usually at the top of the list. They're very right wing, very uh, Blue Lives Matter more than Black Lives Matter type program that's immediately was like all right well let's figure out what he did three years ago like you know he oh he uh he had an unpaid parking ticket for three years ago so obviously he deserved to be shot you know like and it's just there's the second someone gets shot or arrested for something else every news company tries to dig up something that would justify it in the past uh and i apologize to slap that i'm apologize if you're a republican or if you're a right wing that's just how i see it like Every time one of these black kids gets killed, it's always like, oh, well, he got suspended for fighting when he was 15. So obviously he's a bad apple. Uh, that's why the cop had to shoot him. You know, I just feel like there's always a reason. There's always, you know, something that somebody has to find to justify what the cop has done. And it's just it's ridiculous. Like, I'm lucky enough to not have to deal with it because of my skin color. Um, and I feel for for everyone that's not white every day. And it's not. Let's get also get that out there. Like it's not just black people. Like everybody that's not white deals with racism in their life, and white people deal with racism too. But it's never, it's not usually a violent tendency, you know. And um, and that's what all like I hate to generalize again. Like a lot of Republicans, why have you believe like uh, white people deal with racism too? You know, it's not. You know, it's just. Uh, and also another thing, we're on the topic. I'll talk about it. Um, CNN, I don't know if he was an anchorman reporter, whatever you want to say. Um, I forget his first name. He's one of the Cuomo brothers. Uh, his brother is the governor of New York. Um, he got fired from CNN this last week because he was talking about, mm-hmm. I mean, we've had a spike in the last two weeks of, of, of black people be- being killed again. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, so so he came out and he talked about it, and he's like, he's like, I don't know what it's going to take for, for everyone to care. He's like, I don't know what it's going to take for Republicans. I don't know what it's going to take for a majority of white people to care. He's like, I know what it's going to take. He's like, when, when you're, when you're, when these white kids start dying, he's like, when your son gets shot, when, when these white kids start getting shot by cops, then you'll care. You know, you're like, Oh, well, why is he running from the cops? Why is my white kid running? So he had a baseball game tonight. He didn't want to miss the baseball game. So he tried to run from the cops. He got shot. Then you'll care. You'll care. Then when little Timmy down the street, gets capped, you know, because the cops start abusing power overall, not just racial power. Mm. And he got fired for the comments. I agree with him 100%. I don't think he's... I, I see no Oh, lies. really? He got fired? Yeah, he got fired for those comments. Which, it, it, it's a hot button so topic. The, so, no, that was the, the one that's on CNN that had the night show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's I get it. CNN has to do what they have to do. It's a hot button topic. It's it's a hot button issue regardless. He, he went very... 
I mean, he said what he said. I don't. I agree with it. There's some people that don't agree with it, but I think it's the truth. You have? Like, can you show me the video? You have a video? Yeah, I think I have it. I'll pull it up after. I'll show you. Like I basically quoted him word for word. That's what he said. He was like, you know, because then everyone's, you know, everybody will ask why is he running from the cops? He like because he had a baseball game tonight. He can't go to the baseball game if he's having to deal with the cops down at the station for running and all this. So that's why he ran and all this and that. And so, I mean, I think it's true. You know, like when. When white kids start dying, I think uh, the majority of people will start will start opening their eyes to cops don't just abuse racial, you know, a, racial power over people. They abuse power in general. Listen, I, again, I don't mean to generalize. Not all cops are bad, um, but there is there's a lot of bad apples out there. Yeah, and regardless, you know, you can disagree with that if you want to. That's the truth, man. We've seen in the last two weeks. I so. do. Have, I do have something to put down, though. Um, I'm so I'm happy that George Floyd got justice. Yeah, it's not fully served, but to see the smile on his face—I mean, his daughter's face—means mm-hmm. a lot. Um, whoever works, well, actually, not even the owner of the Raiders, you fucked up for putting that post out. I, I would have went the yeah. other way before doing it. LeBron, keep doing what you do. You shouldn't have deleted your posts. Your, your posts were needed to be heard. Again, it's the same thing with with Cuomo and CNN, like. Just because it's controversial doesn't mean it's wrong. But I want to say this. If you're not speaking up or if you don't like to speak on it or if it's other, speak up on it. Yeah. Not everybody's wrong. When that whole Black Lives Matter was going on, if you mean what you say, you mean what you say. And you're a black person. You're a black person standing up for your people. <laughs> if you don't, then you show us who you are, who you're standing for. But at the same time, it doesn't, t- it doesn't take you to go and march, but it takes you to stand up for what's right and what's wrong. And you it's not just right, the right. post the black square on yeah. Instagram. Because everybody, shit. I've seen a bunch of people who did that, who turned around and was Trump 2020 by the end of the year. And not saying that Trump is the sign of racism, but it was more so for that. It was linked yeah. there. There's there's links here and there. So And for and if you struggle with it because your family's all right wing and you're the only left winger, join the club, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I apologize for any of my family members that listen to it. Um, I my mom is not, but my my dad leans more right. Most of my both of my, all my grandparents did. Most of my aunts and uncles do. I have a couple cousins even to lean that way. So I understand where where you're at to my, be the only person. My stepdad got on me. I mean, he told me 100, percent and I and I needed that word. I, I look up to that man for real. My stepdad told me if you're not speaking up, you're the problem. You're, it's uh, not. You're right. Yeah, you're, you're not speaking like, up. You're the problem. That goes with most what things. I was get into yeah. like. I'd be the first one to say, I mean, yeah, we're not big enough or we're not that large on the spectrum of podcasts or even entertainment. Yes, for sure, for sure, growing. But if you're an athlete, entertainer, comedian, entrepreneur, no matter the the, the success level, bro, if you're not saying nothing, if you're not using your platform to the extent that you truly can – you're part of the problem, If you got six-digit like, followers, like, if, you got, if you got five-digit followers and you're not talking like, about it. This shit is ridiculous, bro. There's no way in the hell it took the NBA to go to the bubble for motherfuckers to start saying, hey, it's getting a lot of hand, bro. No, it shouldn't, it, it shouldn't like, have even got to the point where it was NBA players having to stop games and you like, why aren't you playing? Yeah, bro. Because social justice. Raising matters to what should be mattered, bro. Let me just say Because you this. didn't pay attention to it until we stopped playing basketball. Yeah, exactly. Because like, the there's plenty crazy. of people out there that read the social justice on the back of the jerseys and kept watching the games. But the second the game stopped, they're like, 
What happened? Why? Yeah. Um, why? Why did you do that? So, insane is <laughs> like, we're not even going to just keep talking about this. Another thing that was really huge is, I don't think people really understand or really like get this, or maybe you haven't seen it, but if we go to a, any national park area, if you go look at a, at, a, at a fucking post office, if you look at any government building, there's usually a flag posted outside that facility, a flagpole, an American flag. With that being said, there is something called half flag status. And that basically is just a sign of respect to mourning the distress. Most English-speaking countries use the term half-mass, but in the United States, that refers to the flag's ownership. And that basically just means it's just a sign of respect. We're not even going to just talk about, you know, Black Lives Matter, Black people dying, minorities dying in general. Dude, there's other targeted groups. This, this last week, just no, not just, just last week, or no, was it earlier this week? A fucking kid, white kid, shot up a fucking UPS plant. Up in, the, in in the end, I believe is where it was at. Yeah, and he killed eight people, most of which were Middle Eastern people mm-hmm. practicing their religion. Well, not even that. Just, Asian like, aid. There's Asian aid. That the Asian aid has spiked recently a lot too, as well. There was like, also remember that video that um, there's that white girl, there's that white lady in a Walgreens that was assaulting, like verbally assaulting a Muslim lady. Yeah. Was there? Oh uh, yeah, and then they're back. Go back to where he came from. She spit on her. Da 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 da. She called the cops. She was like, you know. There's this Muslim lady in here. There was that. There was the other that. viral video. The girl from Jamaica. That was yeah. outside arguing with her, her neighbor, and she was like, "Go back where you came from." She didn't think nobody saw her. Called her out of the name and said, "Go back to your motherland. Go back where you came from to Jamaica." And got caught by a couple of white people and was like, "Oh, I didn't say that to them." Yeah. yeah, like that. The lady was the Muslim lady. So, so the white lady calls the cops. They show up and they arrest the white lady. It's the funniest thing. Because this white lady, you see, it's on video. She's spitting at this Muslim lady. Go back to where you came from. Nobody likes you. Da 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 da. Obviously, the cops show up. Like I said, not all cops are bad. Reasonably, the cops are like, well, obviously there is one person making a disturbance here, and it's not the Muslim lady. Mm-hmm. Put the white lady in handcuffs. Take over to the cop car. She's still videoing. She's like, uh, I was just kidding. I have friends that are Muslim. I didn't mean it. Come on, bro. Like, mm. you just said that she was less of a person than you because of where she's from and her religion. And now you want to, I have friends that are Muslim. There is nothing that kills me more than when white people get in trouble and try to double back like they didn't mean it. Like, ah, oh, it's just. And just with this being said, I'm going to just end this like this, bro. Police brutality is something that's been going on for Generations to generations, but Regardless it just came out. Race, yeah. It just came out an hour ago. Columbus Police Department in Ohio have killed the second highest number of children any locally in law enforcement since 2013. Literally, yep. 2013. The fact like, here's the messed up. Why is that even a statistic, bro? That's the messed up part. Like, We're talking about Columbus. Forget that. The fact that that's a stat that you can track because like, there is enough data to make that list is ridiculous. ridiculous. Like it's, it's insanity. Sad, don't even like talking about the shit, bro. It's no, it bumps me up. But I mean, if we don't talk about it, then it doesn't get talked about it. As and much we, we become part of the yeah, problem. We become part of the problem. Yeah, we do become For sure, part of the it's problem. Just like, bro, as much as a kind of sense, bro. We have a status. It might not be LeBron's status. It might not be Drake's oh, yeah, status. Sure. It might not be Serena Williams' status. But we have a status. We've hit that five-digit listener limit now. We so gotta, it's we gotta, time to get it out there. And now I'm going to say this before we end it off. Stop it. 
<laughs> I, yes, it's literally. I have a guy that I work with. I'm not gonna say his name. I have a guy that I work with. He he told me he I changed his opinion on black people because he thought all black people were the same. Yeah, we're not and all the same. And here's the but thing. the same thing about it though yeah. is we bring you your culture. Yeah, I see a lot of other white people want our culture. You listen to our music. You listen to the stuff that we drop. You eat what I eat. You want to have yeah. my hair. You want to do the things that I can do, but you can't do them physically because you're white. I'm sorry. It's just the way that God made me. Yeah. My nose is fat and round. Like, but then you get fuck. mad at us because we're doing something that you don't like, but you want what we have or want to do what we do. Yeah. I just, I mean, you know where I stand on the issue. There's a reason I'm here. And that's the thing like, that Owen is. Probably one of the, my one of my closest friends besides like Charles and a couple that are really big on the whole pro Black Lives movement and stuff like that. Because I and think they it's, stand on it too. To me, it's it's ridiculous that it has to be a thing. Like mm-hmm. the fact that the fact that we have to talk about this, like it's a controversial topic, is a joke to me. Yeah. Like, and here's the thing, like, and for if if I do have my family members listen, the couple of Republicans that if if you my cousins listen to this and stuff like that, like I'm willing to have a, t- a talk about it, but. Because I feel like Republicans always deflect it back to the Black Lives Matter organization. They're like, it's a terrorist organization. I'm like, I'm not talking about politics. What I need to hear from you are those three words, and I need you to mean it about the people, not the not the movement, not the organization, not the money, not the politics. I need to Absolutely. hear that Black Lives Matter. I need you to tell me that Samari and Shay, their lives mean just as much as mine. And vice versa. That's what we're talking about. And then also on top Fuck of the that, politics behind it. On top of that, it's also the... You get stuck on one thing. Last year, all the people really got stuck on was looting. Yeah. But what caused the looting? Exactly. What, what, what like, made oh, you go the extra They're street destroying the cities. Oh, like, yeah, if my kid got killed, I wouldn't burn my own house down. Who does that help? And then Target comes out like... We're not happy about it because Target was one of the places you, that you, they got they hit start, hardest. They start looting. They start looting and doing all this stuff. And in the end of the year, we have in the beginning of the year we have a midlife crisis. Every white person has the fucking capital because the whole because your president's not coming back in. Yep, you broke and breached the capital, yep. and you're sitting in the capital in the in the in the mid seat, and, and you're taking podiums. Because you didn't get it. Trying to burn down the Senate because Donald Trump's not going to be the president again for another four years. It's blatant hypocrisy at that point. That's all it is. But that's enough of that. I have two questions for you guys. We're going to get to some sports. First thing that we got was we start bench cut. Uh, Ooh, it's from two people. Okay. That, you know. Well, first thing was, would you start, start bench cut? First one is, I think, Houston CP3. Yeah. First, uh, and this if this them for longevity. Yeah. So Houston CP3, um, Thunder CP3, and Clipper CP3. Um, it's easy. I'm a big CP3 fan out there. Shout out to Point God. Um, we're gonna go Clipper CP3 starting. We're gonna go Houston CP3 benching, and I'm cutting LKC. Let's start with the fact that. Okay. New Orleans CP3 is at the top of the list. Mm-hmm. There's a reason they got left out of there because that's mm-hmm. obviously yeah. the starting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your starter. That's the foundation. Um, I would start LA CP3. I'm going to bench OKC CP3 um, and I'll cut Houston CP3. 
I feel like he might have been a little bit better in Houston, but I feel the way that he was able to impact the roster in OKC, I no. like that a lot. I feel like he took that no, mental no. role. And I feel like he's doing it right now in Phoenix as well. Like, people, I don't think a lot of people realize that the Phoenix Suns are a top four seed in the West right now. And as much as I talked about Chris Paul being a waste of money on the Thunder last year, and I feel like he's still a little bit that way, just because once you hit that 40 million mark, I feel like you really have to produce. But the things that CP3 brings to the table just aren't really trackable by stats. All the things he's teaching Devin Booker, all the things he's bringing to Mikael Bridges and all the young guys on that roster don't show up on a stat sheet. So, yeah, respect to CP3 because he's found a way to reinvent himself yet again and continue his career late and and be an all-star caliber. And a lot of people think he's an MVP candidate because of what he's doing right now in Phoenix. So, I, I love him. Yeah, so I would go L.A., I'll bench OKC and I'll cut Houston. It's very close on the last two, but I liked a lot what he did with the young roster in OKC. So, so the other one was Laker, LeBron, Heat, LeBron, and then the second year. Second. So with him coming back to Cleveland, LeBron. Second cap. Um, um, it's tough, man. Um, I'll preface this by first saying I think – the 2018 playoff LeBron was the greatest basketball that's ever touched a basketball court. I'm talking one season at a time, one game at a time. And I know that it ended with them getting swept by the Warriors. That is the greatest playoff run by a single player that has ever graced a basketball court. It is, it is quite literally otherworldly stuff. Like, like Larry Bird referred to Michael Jordan and uh, it was God in disguise when he dropped 63 on the Celtics back in the nineties or it was, he was Jesus is black Jesus. I mean, that was his nickname for a reason. He was Jesus in disguise. LeBron in 2018 was God in disguise. There's to me, I, I being hundred percent honest, I will take that 2018 playoff stretch over any basketball player of any prime ever, anything. I don't care. So I'll probably, that being said, the the entire second Cleveland stretch wasn't as good as that 18 playoff run. So I would still start Miami LeBron probably because I feel like the years in Miami were better than the total years in Cleveland. Um, I would probably, <sighs> I'd probably bench Cleveland LeBron and then I'd cut Lakers LeBron. Um, nothing against Laker LeBron, but it's the first time that he's been hurt in his career. He's played three years there now. This is the third season, and this is only the second time in his career that he's been out on the shelf for 10 games or more in a stretch, and the other time was his first year in L.A. So just being the injuries alone, I'd cut L.A. Braun. All so, of them have a ring. So. Yeah, that's true. They all do have a ring in all different cities. So Samari. So it's Laker LeBron, second stint. So him coming back from Miami yeah, to, to Cleveland LeBron. before he went to L.A. And then Miami LeBron. And then L.A. Yeah. Um, yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I probably do Miami LeBron. I do LA LeBron bench and I'm cutting Cavs playoff LeBron. Okay. And the reason why I say that is just like <clears throat> Miami LeBron kinda of speaks for itself. Like he played that villain role very well. Like hey, the league hated him. The only thing that stopped him was himself. The 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 headline on Miami Braun was he got back to Cleveland and shed thirty pounds and he was sitting at six nine two fifty. Yeah. Which means that stepping in front of LeBron on a fast break in Miami, you were stepping in front of a 6'9", 280-pound animal that was trying to tear the rim off the backboard every time he went up. Yeah. 
So you got me, bro. That's your headline on Miami. People talk about Zion being 290 and everything. Braun was 280 in Miami. Yeah. So. And was doing some freakish guys. Yeah, was doing the same stuff. Bro. So, but yeah. in saying that, um, I really don't think people appreciate what he's done for L.A., Bring that franchise back, pick and play. The people that don't appreciate it enough are LA fans themselves, man. The backlash he got when he signed there was still ridiculous. But I just like I just like what he did for the franchise as a whole. Like yeah. being able to use his GM and his basketball knowledge ness, I would say, to be able to I'm, like real. really like Rock Blinka got a lot of slack when yeah, like, it was all Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson, which I mean some of it was credited, but he's getting a lot of love now. Yeah, and as much as I love you being a Kobe fan, you are. Some of y'all are fucking delusional, bro. Like I, ah, the I won't say the majority, but there is a lot of Kobe fans where I'm just I don't know what they are on, especially the ones that live out in LA that have been there since Kobe was mm-hmm. that got traded there and everything. Like that, that were like that LeBron didn't deserve to put on a Lakers jersey. I was like, I just. Yeah, some of them are just OD. That's I not you. Cap. I just but me. I just like what you've done for basketball in general. You know, outside basketball in general. He's always the front runner. I was literally talking to this, talking to Shay about this yesterday on the way from picking him up from work, and like I gave LeBron his flowers more um, over time of being able to witness greatness because, like, bro, like he's the front running for black athletes, like without a doubt. He's always the one that they point pick out. Like, okay, well, what LeBron's gonna say? Yep. He's the he's the the, the, shirt, the herd shepherd, and we're all the fucking goats. Or, really, or yeah. all the sheep. You know what I'm saying? We follow where he goes. You know what I'm saying? So, with him having that pull and that power, a lot of people don't give him his respect outside the court, but he's never had no problems with his marriage. He's never had no problems with drugs. He's never had no problems publicly. But he's never had, never had problems did, being a prop. The a one father. time he did slip up. "Quote unquote" is when Bronny got caught smoking, yeah. and everybody tried to make a big deal out of that. Bron was so in the used, bubble at the time, yeah, but Are you because you're so used to him doing what Samari yeah. did, not slipping up. Yeah, he's so. just always the prime example, of and he's also what, the prime target. You yeah. see, Kobe Covington, any athlete or any news anchor that wants to say "shut up and dribble" and all this, they always go to him first because yeah. he is the pinnacle. He's at the top of the mountain, which is ridiculous. When it comes to that stuff. So I say it all the time. Like, I give him his credit, but another reason why I like I cut it like the probably debatably the greatest playoff fucking series LeBron ever. Um, I just really don't think people realize like I'm not gonna say it was sit here and lie, y'all. Go, oh, yeah, it was easy for him, but like, bro, he was just different. You know what I'm saying? I, I just realize I just more of a conceptual person. So I felt like he went out there, got the job done. Struggled a little bit, but he got the job done. But those other two, like, phases of his, of his career is just way more impactful. You know what I'm saying? I don't so. think people understand as well, like, like that man, Brian, like, he had, he's played in two of the hardest playoffs. That one in 2018 and last year being in the bubble. Is that 2018 run? I'll summarize quickly because I've done it so many times in my head before. No, that, that was just it's, to watch. it's magical. Yeah. yeah. So series one, uh, they're not the one seed there. I believe they're the f- four, four seed. Four seed. Four seed playing the five seed Pacers. Very scrappy team. Nate McMillan's a great head coach. He's down in Atlanta. And Victor Oladipo was snapping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Indiana pushed them to seven games. He had a game winner in that series. 
moves on. Uh, they face Toronto in the second round. So the 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 five seed Pacers push you to seven. He hit a he hit a buzzer beater in that series. Helped them move on to the next round. Run into Toronto in the second round. As much as I like to make jokes about Toronto and how LeBron owns them, they were up for forty seven minutes and and fifteen and, and fifty nine seconds of that game. Toronto was never down to Cleveland in that game until the buzzer hit zero when Bron hit that runaway fader. Took game one off that buzzer beater and then took that momentum, rode all the way through, swept the one seed out of the playoffs. The Raptors are gone. You hit the Eastern Conference Finals, you run into the young Celtics with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Kyrie and Gordon Hayward are both hurt. They are on the sideline. I feel like the series would have went differently if they I'm were both healthy. I'm be with you. Jason Tatum wanted blood. That mm-hmm. They both, that whole team wanted. Yeah. Like I said, that young four, that young foundation that the Celtics had, they pushed Braun to seven games. We get to game seven. Ron's having to fight his second game set. The Wiz- the Warriors are sweeping everybody at West. Doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. They're four or five games. They're taking a rest until the next round. Braun got pushed to seven in round one. He had to sweep the one seed out of the playoffs in the second round. He gets to the seven, the the the, the third round of the playoffs, the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Runs to this young Celtics team, gets pushed to seven games again, plays all 48 minutes. Does not touch the bench. And gets the gets these this this horrible Cavs team to the yeah. finals just to run in to the seventy three and nine Warriors plus KD get swept out of the playoffs. He but had they could have had that first game. Yeah, they could have had the first game. He had two playoff buzzer beaters in the Easter Conference by itself. He got mm-hmm. pushed to seven games twice, and he played all forty eight minutes of Game Seven just to get to the finals. Already, regardless of the finals, that's the greatest playoff run of all time, in my opinion. Same that's the thing, because I saw I talked to so many old heads about that. They were like, if he does it, then he's the greatest of all time. But if he doesn't, then he's not. What? He what, can't. what? Well, he can't. Oh, like, I mean, he tried his best. He had that first game. Like I said, what, I, feel what like, they do? I feel like old heads would have just been happier if he would have got bounced by Indiana in the first round. Because yeah. that's what their favorite player did. He got bounced by Magic and every team in the East up until he got Scotty. In '91, and then they started to do something because he was like, "I'd rather drop 30 and win than drop 37 and lose." Because yeah. that's all Michael Jordan was originally. Yeah, he could drop, he could drop 62 on Bird all he want. They could not beat the Celtics until Scotty got there and until Larry Bird started having back problems. That was the issue. Valid, but he that was into Mike Miller in the 2013 finals. That was a whole thing. Coming game. 18 points and then sit on my stomach. <laughs> yeah, and then the. <laughs> The whole Ray Allen saved LeBron's legacy in the finals against the Spurs. Braun scored 14 of the Heat's 21 points in that fourth quarter. So uh, I want you to realize Ray Allen hit that three. Somebody else had three points. Braun had all the other points for the Heat in the fourth quarter. They are not in that situation to hit the buzzer beater unless Braun goes federal like he did. I'm telling you, bro, last year's was hard, too. Because you have to, you have to physically, mentally go into every game and hype this team up. Because he has to be the leader of that Lakers team. So fans, and he has yeah. to tell them, "Hey, I know y'all. Let's go. We gotta get this ring." And say what you want. And about, having the burden of Kobe's death, and having the burden of LA on your back, that knowing that they want you. City. That if you don't win, they're gonna crucify you even more, even harder. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I I know we got off topic there, but. I, I get caught up talking about Braun. Uh, 
we didn't get to talk about it enough on the go debate just because yeah we kind of picked our we had to stick to the 15 minutes but yeah that's true if you whether side you feel about it like if you want to hear me talk about it more i'll do a whole special on it if the, if the demand's there i'll do it um or if you just want to talk about it just me like I said, follow me on Twitter, text me, DM me, do whatever. I'll call you. We just talk about it. I'll talk about Braun all day long. Because I, like I said, regardless of who you feel is the GOAT, regardless if you think it's Kobe, you could think it's Jordan, you could think it's Braun, you could think it's Hakeem Olajuwon, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. It doesn't matter. The bottom line is we need to appreciate this man's greatness while he's still around. Because with the injury problems he's had in the last three years, I don't know if we've got more than two to three years left of Braun. So yeah. appreciate him while he's around. And then we can have he's the 36. We can have the full on heated goat debate when he's retired. Right now I'm still not even going full tilt into it because he's still got more to accomplish. He's still yeah. playing the game. He can so. he can end up being number one on all time points before he leaves. But we talked about it last last week with the stats. He's the only member of the thirty K, eight K, eight K club. He's also the only member of the eighteen K, eight K, eight K club. So he has a chance to finish top. He has a finished chance first in scoring, top 50 in rebounds, and top 10 in assists. No other player has accomplished two of those things, let alone all three. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's get into what you have more so news based. We can run that through, and then anything that you have us, you want to see. I got because we got a couple minutes left. I think I, I only really got one true sports discussion that I wanted to get into. The rest are kind of just the headline, the, the bullet points. I'm going to try those. Wanted to update on Aaron Donald's situation. Um, last week we talked about he had charges in, in Pittsburgh from that Easter weekend, April 11th. Um, some guy had accused him of basically jumping him outside of a club. The dude had 16 stitches, multiple broken bones in his face, and a broken arm. Uh, videos came out from the outside of the nightclub. Um, it was unclear who jumped him, whether it was Aaron Donald's crew or if it was somebody random, but Aaron Donald jumped in at the end and pulled the guy off of him, pulled whoever it was that was beating him up. I believe it was somebody in Aaron Donald's group, his crew, that that had jumped him. So the defendant has come out and apologized to Aaron Donald, uh, obviously being an NFL star and one of the best, if not the best defense player in the league. His face is very recognizable. If you're getting your shit kicked in and you look up and the, the only face you see is Aaron Donald, you're going to accuse Aaron Donald of beating you up, you know. So uh, confusion is understandable. I'm glad that the defendant has apologized to Aaron Donald and is – I don't know if they're pursuing further legal action against who actually did it or what. Yeah. We're still kind of in the waiting period on seeing what's going to happen, but we do know it wasn't Aaron Donald. The guy has come out and apologized to Aaron for kind of, you know, that's – because that's a serious thing, you know. The Rams could have came out and cut him if they wanted to. I mean, yeah, obviously, they, being the talent and the caliber player it is, you can't do that. Um, but it, it could have seriously damaged his career and his name in the long run. So the guy has come out and apologized, so that's good. Kind of moving on from that. Um, the NFL did finally approve the um, the number change rule. Um, sir, we had talked about it two weeks ago, I believe, or two or three weeks ago. Uh, so receivers and running back can wear single digit numbers. Now linebackers can wear single digit numbers, corners, um, basically everybody, but offensive and defensive linemen can wear whatever number they want. Um, the parameters are, are weird, uh, here and there, but also Nike has come out and said that they're not paying for any Jersey exchanges. Um, I think it's up to the teams whether they want to pay for it. But a majority of teams, I think, are leaning towards if the players want to change numbers, 
they themselves have to change. They have to pay for all the jersey exchanges. So uh, guys that are on rookie contracts, like Jerry Judy, you won't see him in a four jersey. Um, you're, you're not like guys that are possible. You may see Zeke in a 15 jersey in Dallas. Um, you're going to look at guys that have recently or have gotten big contract extensions in the past because they're the guys that can afford the jersey exchanges. So Odell could probably afford that jersey exchange Number and go three. back to three. That'd be hard. Uh, but like J.K. Dobbins probably won't be able to go back to two just because you can't pay for the jersey exchanges on a rookie contract. Tom just, Brady. Not uh, weak with his tweet. That's yeah, really uh, Tom Brady was seems to be just about the only person in America that's upset about the rule. Um, I think it's stupid that he's actually because he's actually <laughs> upset. Like at first I thought it was a joke. Like he's no, actually he's, upset. He's about actually the rule. like pissed off. Um, I I do kind of give Tom a pass because you have to think out of every, especially every player in the league. It's been 21 years since he's played college ball, so maybe it'll be a little bit more confusing for him. That's you real. know, uh, that is real. Tua Tua <laughs> Tua got drafted. He's been playing against guys that are wearing single digit at corners his whole time. He knows who he's who's on defense, who's on offense. Brady, it's been 20 years since he's had to deal with that, so it'll be a little bit more of a change of pace for him than anybody else, but. I don't understand why he's mad at it. Um, it's it's goofy. Yeah, I would like, like to speak to you, man. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> he had you weak. Why don't man. you just have guys wear spe- whatever color jersey they want, or yeah. you know, what? Why don't you let linemen wear? You know, and he's just, I don't know why he's hating the way he is, but it's Tom Brady. He is one of a kind, if nothing else. That's no. your headline on that. So yeah, he's funny. For that Not guy. to mention that um, another big news that happened this week in sports. Kobe Bryant's Nike deal expired, mm-hmm. and Vanessa Bryant. I told I told Shay when I first seen the initial headline, they were like, "Oh yeah, nothing's been prefer- like been um, disclosed yet about the situation." But I told him, "I was like, bro, she's not gonna want to sit through all those meetings and do all the extra paperwork Kobe had to do for that." So we're either gonna get three things now: we're either gonna get retros, we're gonna get nothing at all, or we're gonna get supplemental drops to get us over the edge with Kobe merchant deal because they completely did a. Uh, I looked more into it. They basically branded himself. So Lady Mamacita, Lady Mambas, Mambas, his original logo, Black Mamba, all those things are trademarked now, like Damn. to his name and to the Bryants. So Which congratulations on that. Yeah, yeah, you know, congratulations on that for sure. But hopefully they still do something with the brand. I think now we'll probably end up being able to see it in Adidas throwback now since he's originally started with Adidas and he's on like he's well, not, my, uncle, my uncle told me that like I forgot that Kobe wanted to do his own shoe brand yeah she yeah. might start that for him yeah because it, it was his dying one of his dying wishes that he wanted to do that was next up on his docket so yeah it'll be interesting to see how it goes going forward I mean, this fucking book bro yeah. if you have any like Possibilities for those people out there that have bookworms or whatever the case may be. I'm not trying to get an audio book because I found it audibly already, but I want to get a hard copy of the Mamba, Mamba Mentality. If anybody y'all have like links to that, go ahead and CC me in an email. Yeah, no, CC my boy. No, just tap into my uh, Twitter or my, my Instagram at RareFileFitties for sure. I've been looking for one for a minute now, for like like a couple weeks. So, yeah. Where else you got? Oh, dog? Um, on Kobe's note, um, it had come out last week that MJ is going to do his Hall of Fame commencement uh, speech. Uh, I don't think there's really a better pick. I think Braun would be the only other guy that's in contention just because yeah. of the relationship they had in him playing in L.A. now. But yeah. I think uh, Jordan's a very good pick, obviously. Their their uh, relationship is well-documented, and people talking about who would beat who in a one-on-one. MJ has come out and said he's like, 
He's like, he's like, I don't know if anybody would beat me. He's like, there's a lot of guys that I'd love to play one-on-one with. He's like, the only one, if I had to bet on one that would beat me, it might be Kobe Bryant, but that's just because he stole all my moves. So I'm sure we'll hear that in the, in the speech as well. Uh, it's going to be a tearjerker nonetheless, regardless of who gave it. So uh, I think it's they definitely – Tim getting indicted this year too. As well, yeah. Yeah. Um, very underrated. Tim Duncan's definitely a top ten guy of all time. Uh, <laughs> I saw a, a winner. I, I saw a video on on TikTok the other day that was like, if if Jordan, Kobe, and and Braun didn't exist, their careers never happened. Who would be the go to basketball? And somebody came out and said Tim Duncan. And I was at first, I was like, I don't know. I was like, I feel like you could pick a lot of guys there because I feel like Kevin Durant would have to be in the conversation at that point and everything. And then he was like, "We well, got to think. Their careers didn't happen. To me, we're erasing their titles. Their teams wouldn't have won titles when they won." Jordan kept Tim Duncan. Or no, 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 Jordan didn't keep Tim Duncan from anything. But like Kobe stole a couple, and Braun stole a couple from from San Antonio. So like he ended with five. He probably could have had eight, nine, maybe even ten yeah, without right. those two guys. So um, so yeah, props to yeah, Tim Duncan as well right. on his Hall of Fame. Um, sticking with Kobe for one more headline. Uh, Steph Curry's been on an Unreal tear this last two weeks. Yeah, she's uh, he, crazy. He broke Kobe Bryant's record for most consecutive 30-point games past the age of 33. The record was 10. Steph broke it. He got to 11. It did end yesterday or the day before. Depends on when you listen to this, obviously. Um, he talked about it. He said it was an unreal run. He's like, to be obviously to be put in a category with Kobe on any level is an Ridiculous. honor. So, Which is still crazy because there's that other one that I've seen that it was like uh, most consistent 30-point games. Kobe was second with 16. James Harden was the leader with 32 from yeah. last season. And he did it wow. twice. Yeah, it's, people don't realize like, how fucking bucket, how absolutely unstable. He averaged 36 points a game last year. You yeah. know the last guy to average 36 points in a game in a single season was? It was Michael Jordan in 1997. Regardless of who you think the GOAT is and where everybody ranks in your books, like – James Harden has been who was hooping in his last two years in Houston, and he's doing it again in Brooklyn, just in a completely different fashion now. Because now he's a point guard. So, um, point guard. Um, back into football for two quick things. Uh, the Broncos. I know we being in Kansas and everything, we might have some guys that are here that are Broncos fans. I know Ryan is one of my buddies. He's a Broncos fan. Um, saw the headline today. Uh, Denver Broncos have a new GM. Uh, so he's very, very high on Drew Locke. He likes Drew Locke a lot, but he's still eyeing the quarterbacks in the draft, obviously, because if for some reason a scandal comes out and Trevor Lawrence slides to nine, kind of impossible not to pick him at that point. Yeah, you know, sure. like Definitely. So so I think basically what he's saying is, like, Drew Locke's our guy unless something insane happens in the draft. So uh, depending on how your opinion of Drew Locke is, that's a good or a bad thing. So yeah, uh, just something to watch as we go forward. Like I said, when I did the mock draft on the special, pick nine with uh, Denver and pick ten with Dallas are two of the toughest, two of the toughest picks for me to make in the top ten. Just because I can go so many. I have, yeah, just because it, it a lot of it depends on who gets drafted in front of them, who goes in those first eight picks, and also they have a lot of needs on those both of those teams that could be addressed. With picks right there. So, um, sticking on the draft, uh, the Niners, still a lot of controversy surrounding pick three. Um, Kyle Pitts thought that they were moving up to get him at first. He texted one of his coaches at Florida and asked if they were going up to get him. With George Kittle in the offense, I definitely not a necessity. Uh, Kyle Shanahan is in 
is smart enough and is as good as an offensive head coach as he is would definitely make it work and would make that offense even scarier than it is. Um, with Kyle Juszczyk, their run game, George Kittle, Kyle Pitts, and then their receiving core would be absolutely ridiculous. Um, but you don't give up. Sorry, Kyle. Love you to death. Shea loves you more than I do. But you, you don't usually give up two first-round picks to go up and get a tight end or any player that's not a quarterback, if I'm being real with you. Um, quarterback will be the selection at three for the Niners. It's yet to be seen who it is. I know Bryce, Jordan, uh, Ferp, and all of the Niners fans we know are – Waiting with bated breath until we get to Cleveland and see what the Niners do at nine because they could really make or break their franchise for the next 10 years. You know, you draft Justin Fields or Mac Jones or if Zach Wilson somehow slides to three or if they decide to go Trey Lance at three even. All of them have ridiculous ramifications going forward on what on how your franchise succeeds. So, um I don't know, man. It's it'll be interesting to see. Uh, like I said, I I truly I would be the most shocking thing to happen at three would it for it to not be a quarterback. It doesn't even matter who it is. Um, if if it's not a QB, I'll be shocked. I'll be I'll be flabbergasted uh, because, like I said, you don't give up two first round picks to go get anybody but a, a quarterback. So. Um, that being said, I believe the last topic we have, the one that I wanted to talk about, um, I want to talk about Colin Coward for a second. Um, obviously, if you if you listen to sports or watch sports, you know who Colin Coward is. He has his own. To, to sum it up for people who don't know who Colin Coward is, Colin Coward had a radio show. Um, he now has a TV show on Fox Sports. Colin Coward was so good at sports talk radio that they put his sports talk radio show on TV. That's how good Colin Coward is his job. He sells things very well. He's a very good talker. Um, that being said, to be a good talker, sometimes you have to try to convince people that ridiculous things are true. He tried to do that recently. <laughs> um, he came out on social media, or he was on his show. Uh, obviously, he posted it on social media, the clips as well. I mean, that's what salesmen do. That's what the best Valid. salesmen do. I mean, if you... If you want to figure out who's a good salesman, it's not the guy that sells the most Lamborghinis. It's the guy that can go sell the 98 Kia Sorento with 300,000 miles <laughs> sitting in the lot. The guy that can sell that card, that's the best salesman you got. That's real. Um, he came out today. Obviously, Anthony Davis returning to action on Thursday for the Lakers. Um, wanted to talk about it. He talked a little bit about AD and then said, Anthony Davis is Rasheed Wallace without the technical fouls. Now, at first... I was like, okay. I was like, I feel like it's a little out there. I was like, let me do the research. Let me look at the numbers. Let's see what's up. Um, Numbers-wise, and like I said, when the way he formats his Instagram posts is he posts a picture of like a screenshot of himself, like talking about it with the headline, and then he'll have like two, like two video clips explaining why he said that headline. Right. At first, I didn't even listen because I was like, I've got to do the research on this because this sounds ridiculous. Sure enough, it was. Um, Rasheed Wallace's career high for points in a game in a single season is 19.3. And he put that up in the year uh, 01-02 in Portland, which were some of the best years of his career was in Portland. Colin Coward was actually a a beat writer in Portland. Portland. He was a reporter. Um, He referenced a story – when he was talking about AD in this conversation, he referenced a story 
uh, in the middle of the Shaq and Kobe dynasty in 0102. Portland was tied in a series against LA in the playoffs at two and two. He talked to, uh, he asked Phil Jackson, he said, how do you plan on stopping Rasheed Wallace? He's been giving you guys a lot of problems through four games. He said, Phil Jackson turned to him. He said, we can't. He's like, you can't stop Rasheed Wallace. Uh, Rasheed's going to go for 40 and you just kind of have to slow down the guys around him enough to where your offense can outscore them. First of all, not to call Colin Coward's integrity or the story into question or call Phil Jackson into question. That story sounds like so much BS to me. Because like I said, Rasheed Wallace has never averaged over 20 points a game in a single season in his career. And he played for he played for a total of wait for it, wait for it. Eight, six, one, 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 one. That's somewhere around the 15 to 20 mark. I'm not going to do the math. I don't feel like it. Never averaged more than 20 points a game. And then he comes out and said, Anthony Davis is him without the technical fouls. Ridiculous. There has been one time in Anthony Davis' career where he did not average 20 points, and it was his rookie year. He averaged 13 and a half. It's because he got, it's because he got a concussion. He only played like... He played 64 60, games that year. Yeah. Out of 82. Yeah. After that, since then, he has averaged 20 points or more Every single year of his career, including this year and last year in L.A. Also, he's led the league in blocks three times in his career. He's had he's averaged 2.5 and up um, blocks per game three times in his career, led the league in all three of those. Rasheed Wallace has never led the league in blocks in his career. So, I mean, the, the, the main point I'm trying to get at is that take is ridiculous in my opinion. I don't see it. Now, granted... I wasn't watching basketball in 01 and 02. I was four or five years old at the time. I didn't really know what basketball was at the time. Um, so, like I said, I think the take's ridiculous, and not to call Colin Coward's story into question, but the, the story of Phil Jackson looking Colin Coward in his eyes and saying, you can't, nobody on our roster can stop Rasheed Wallace. He's going to get 40. Not even Shaq can stop him. Prime Lakers Shaq can't stop Rasheed Wallace. I don't, I don't buy that story for a second. But the headline is is that Anthony Davis is much better than Rasheed Wallace is, was, and ever will be. So um, that's that's my intake on that. Well, you heard it here first. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel. Oh, here we go. <laughs> There's your breaking news for the day. Um, Sign Language 2 is getting the deluxe. This week. <laughs> it will be out by the time the show comes out. So um, keep your eyes on it for that. We'll talk about the deluxe next week on the show. We'll give her our thoughts on the extra tracks that they tack on, see if it added, see if it didn't add. And we'll even talk about the state of deluxe albums as is, because it seems like everybody's been getting one and we don't feel like everyone should get one. Yeah, so, that's real. Yeah, that'll that'll be on episode 12 as well. So, There's 22. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so well, there goes the two hours for today. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys, guys. Thanks for blowing up the video. Yeah. Keep the love coming, man. We appreciate all of it. We'll try to reciprocate wherever we can. Thanks for blowing up Samari's bonus. Thanks for blowing up Owen's bonus. Keep an eye. We got more bonuses on the way as well from both of us. Samari got a fashion one coming soon. Owen got his Mach 2.0. Mach 2.0, no trades. And, um, yeah. That's it, man. I think I'm going to put out a playlist on my podcast. We need to update our playlist. I'm going to put out a playlist today. Uh, well, by the time this comes out, it should be out. I'm going to put one out tonight. 
Uh, been working on it for about four months. Ooh. So you got some heat coming, boy. Put your uh, stay tuned. What y'all's um, it's the social same. media handles? All my things is the same. Ref high footage. Owen underscore Burke, boy. B E R K. Don't spell it wrong now. See you later, kids. 